0: Thank you. Engineers, and welcome to RPG Digest on this gravelly throat Sunday. In this live stream format of podcast, we discuss tabletop role-playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. I am the sore throat for some reason, having John Max Leoshlow, your favorite, most cherished smoker, curmudgeon, critic, <laughs> and judge. I haven't <laughs> smoked in a long time. And along me, along with me is the less smoky Heathen Dog. Matter of fact, you're pretty pale. Actually, you're not as oh. pale as me in that lighting today.
1: Well, no, yeah, I, I, I tweaked the lighting a little bit.
0: You know, what's what's <laughs> weird my is heart heart I, I got a new microphone st- uh, stand because it's I wanted a longer arm because my other one barely reached over here, and I'm finding myself punching it more. It's annoying. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be out of my way more, and I'm like, smack, smack, smack. I'll lose my knuckles. So, uh, yeah, um, people don't need to see that anymore. All right, so uh, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing all right doing all right uh i built a uh mid-range computer on thursday for a friend with uh i used a component that i that i swore to myself you know not out loud so no one heard it but that's <laughs> <laughs> swear that i wouldn't use because it was intentionally garbage which is the uh um the uh, amd 6500 xt graphics card okay but it was it's literally the only game in town if you want to buy new. It's the only game in town. Everything else is. Either... I, I
0: priced some computers recently, computer parts recently, and I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, everything is either over 200% over MSRP or not there. So it was it. That was all I had. But uh, it, it worked out. It worked out great. I got a. I had a processor lying around. I was able to save money on that. Just a motherboard, NVMe drive, RAM, uh, a cooler. I also had lying around. Uh, a tower cooler that i bought like last september and just forgot about it i was like oh look at that <laughs> <laughs> so i used that and i got a cheapo 80 case but it had three fans that came with so pff, bonus great airflow works great plug and play it was great he, he's trying to get back into gaming he's been out for 10 years and when, when he told me his rig i was like no that <laughs> That's funny.
0: Hey, my rig is seven years old. I've never in my entire life. I've told my wife, I think I'm shaking here. I think I'm allergic to my computer because like, I've never had a computer seven years, but it is still other than the fact that it's not, doesn't have that, that three letter acronym that I can't think of right now that that, to make it windows 11 compliant. My computer is still more powerful than many others. No, it's true. Uh, Just because I got so lucky with my CPU.
1: Yes. You got a thousand dollar CPU for a giant discount.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, right until like, was it like a year ago, it was still worth a thousand dollars too? That's what was funny, uh, or a year and a half ago, whatever. Now it's priced down. I looked at it, it's priced around $400, but uh, yeah, so is it the X5980 or something like that? Uh, I, I forget, 5960, I don't know. I've got the thing, it's a 3.0 megahertz, I've got it overclocked to 4.2, and theoretically, i go to 4.5, but why? Um, I mean, like, I Yeah, it's still running solid. Everything in my computer is original parts, with the exception of the graphics card that I replaced like five years ago. And, um, oh, I did finally replace a fan two weeks ago. Mm. One of my water cooling fans. I still have the same water cooler in there. Hey. I've replaced the water how many times? Once. Once? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You got to do that every six months. Nah, Five years was fine. Didn't have any sludge in there at all.
1: There you go. Well, if, if you don't put color in there, it goes a long way.
0: I, I have green, but it's trans—it's translucent green. Uh, okay, it's
1: I hate hell nonsense.
0: No, 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 no. Well, green because I, I just do, you know, house layout, everything's green. So I just keep, because everything else is green, I keep it static. But I don't do RGB lighting. I don't do, I don't want that nonsense. Just give me a fucking computer. <laughs> you know, and uh, nowadays, even according to Jay's two cents, fans don't matter. Just the RGB lighting part of the fans. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing ever. God um yeah so uh anyway yeah I had to replace a fan I should probably replace the other two that I have on my water cooler but uh, the computer's a beast I mean it's been it's been working sure it's not as powerful as what's out there now especially with the 1070 TI you know graphics card in there but I haven't had any problems rendering videos or uh or playing games so
2: yeah I don't mean I
1: got I guess you could say I got lucky I mean I, I bought a 2070 super right before the prices went up right right before uh the the 30 series actually launched it was was Mm -hmm. before then so that that was that was it was my monitor that was the problem but i thought it was the graphics card i had a good enough graphics card the 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 vegas 64 was good enough for 1440p you know high settings it was fine but i got this one and i was like oh it didn't do anything now i gotta buy a monitor oh it's another another 250 bucks god damn so i bought the monitor and everything these
0: monitors I got these are like a hundred dollar monitors. What are they called? Like the thing, AOC. I got AOC monitors because at the time I didn't care. I just wanted something that was VESA compatible for my three screens, right? And I figured I'd get better monitors later. I don't have a single broken pixel across three monitors after seven years.
1: That's great. That is great. I mean, if if you want a 1080p monitor, you can you can get a you can get a decent one like those for for cheap. But I wanted 1440p. I mean, I'm I got sure. this 2070 super. I had that Vega. I'm like what am I doing on 1080p? I can, I can play comfortably at, you know, 75, 80, 90 FPS on a 1440p panel and, you know, be awesomer. So yeah,
0: I, I wanted to be awesome. I don't feel any need to upgrade. I mean, I'm sure that the next time I do this, I'll get a 4k monitor, but I don't feel, I don't even feel the need for 1440. Like I'm perfectly happy with 1080p plus it makes it easier to, to render the videos. <laughs> I don't have to do any scaling. Uh yeah, that's fair. But, but 40%. yeah, I mean, so so, I mean, nothing's been wrong with it. I mean, it's one of those things where I look at my computer all the time. If the boot up process takes like a second longer, I'm like, ooh, oh, it's gone, Don't don't break on me now, baby. I don't have the money to replace you yet. You know what? Uh, yeah. The the only thing I've hated about this computer from the day I got it was the case, but I was always too lazy to buy a new case and and move everything. So, I I'm gonna hand pick my next case. Screw that. That's a good plan. All right. Um. So, anything interesting happened with you this week other than building a computer? Oh, uh,
1: no, not really. No, right. I mean, uh, my my son was off of school the entire week for midwinter break, and uh, you know, nothing happened there. We just, uh... oh, he he, oh, he he finished his uh, Black History Month uh, project. Which what do you all have to do? School children do now, but he 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 chose an actual, you know uh, good, uh, subject, uh, Dr. Charles crap. Can't remember his name right now, but, uh, he, 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 he pioneered, uh, he pioneered blood transfusions and blood banks during world war two.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, he, he, and he, and a colleague got that, got the nationwide, you know, distribution of blood banks pretty much off the ground.
0: Have you had to deprogram him from CRT yet?
1: Oh no, that, that, that comes next year. When uh, uh, his school has an elective called social justice, he's not Good taking luck. it. He's not taking <laughs> it. <laughs> but I want to take it. No, you don't. But I no. Shut up.
0: It's funny when you can take two words that should mean something really awesome and turn it into something. Anyway, just, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, looking at chat Hello, Indigo Dragon. James Seymour. Violent Souls. Everything. Darth. The. Luther Calhoun. Do I miss anybody? Crafty. Hello, Crafty. Um the last stream the last stream lasted like six and a half hours. Yeah, but well, we ended up moving on to different topics after a while. It was funny just yeah, we'll we'll talk about that during segment two today. What uh so this week for me has been more of work recognizing that I exist and trying to make me actually do my job. It's weird. I actually have to pay to do what I'm supposed to do. Jerks. <laughs> um, and I'm sure pretty sure that's just gonna, you know, bust up into even more of my time as uh, you know, I've spent spending Time even at work, working on Legion of Mistup. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> like, like, hmm, what is next week's topic? Oh, let me read that while I'm sitting here. You know, it's things like that that I'm not going to be able to do anymore. Um, but uh, the only other thing that that I had is, I like I said, I replaced my microphone arm, and I replaced how I have my camera set up. I mean, hopefully you guys don't see any difference, but... Uh, The old microphone arm that was here is now holding up my camera over there instead of a big tripod back there with an arm that makes it want to lean for. So uh, I'm hoping it makes it stay a little more stable. I don't like that. The angle between the the, the shelves, like I can still see that there's a little downturn that whatever. That's just your house
1: is crooked. Deal with
0: it. Uh, There we go. It's the house. It's the house that's crooked. Yep. Uh, but uh, then uh, I'm trying to think yeah, work and and this I haven't done any writing I haven't done okay I guess that's a lie I did a little tiny bit of writing that just didn't matter, um yeah and like, it's just been a really busy week. Uh, what were your thoughts about going on Badger live streams on Monday?
1: I I thought it it was it was going to be just a, a horrible uh, landmine situation where no no matter <laughs> no matter which way we turn we're just going to get blown up. But uh yeah, there there was there was a couple of times I, I was able to notice that we're steering too far away from from RPGs. We got we got turned back, you know, danger rode out ahead. Well, I understand
0: thing. that's not his typical format. Yeah, so you, we we knew some of that was gonna happen. Yeah.
1: But uh no, I didn't have too much of a problem.
0: No, I I had, I had a good time. And in fact, I, I think uh, everybody did a relatively good job. Yeah, we strayed a little bit, but again, it's the nature of that show uh yeah. compared to this. But uh we were able to bring it back to uh to tabletop games there are a couple of things that i didn't get to to like bring out or finish like i like i'd start saying something like hey i got two things about this blah blah, blah. i get halfway through the first one then it get sidetracked but you know that's just what happens on those type of shows so
1: uh oh uh can you put the link to the live stream in the uh in the chat indigo dragon wants to know
0: uh yeah let me try to find that and then i watched the next day because i was working on on some of the soundcloud stuff and uh, I found myself responding. I was like, I shouldn't be using this account to respond like that. So uh, I had to stop responding. <laughs> <laughs> even though there were there were things that you could take as jokes, they weren't. Uh, you know, I mean, there are things I would even say on this show. The kind of they, with the Legion of Myth ca- account itself, I try to just stay out of anything directly political. And two of my comments were definitely directly political. And unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch the rest of the week. I'm behind on everybody's stuff. Like I'm, I'm just done. Just, just assume I'm not watching your videos anymore. That's for everybody. <laughs> like I'm trying to. I catch a few here and there, but God, I'm just so sidetracked. Um, Badger, Badger, Badger. Why am I not seeing? Did they change the name of the channel? Am I in the right? Yeah, I'm in the right. Oh, you know what? I forgot YouTube does this nonsense now. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll Badger way live down. Streams.
1: It's on right now. They actually That's have cool. they're a lot, they're live right now.
0: Oh. But I, I'm, not, is, I'm not seeing it at all. It's almost like it's blocked, and I definitely don't have a block. Do you have the link for our video then?
1: Yes, I have the link. I'm gonna okay. put it
0: in the chat. Yeah, go ahead. Why am I not? It says I'm subscribed. Why do I not see it? And if they're live streaming right now, it should be right at the top. Oh, my God. <laughs> there it is, right at the top. Right at the top, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I missed it when it was right at the top. Okay, well, there we go. But you already put the link out there. so yep. Was that to the channel or to our video?
1: It's to our video. Perfect. But, you know, it'll send it to the channel. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way it is. Perfect. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, I, I had fun, uh, all told. I. The thing is, now we have another one this Monday, and this one's going to be interesting depending on what I'm required to do for work, because it starts literally at the time I'm supposed to get off of work. Now, usually I leave about an hour earlier because I don't take a lunch. Everybody else shows up an hour later than me, you know, all that that stuff. So I just say, screw you guys, I'm going home at 3.30. But it starts at 4.30 my time, 5.30 heathen dog's time, and that's what time... (laughs) That's what time I get off of work. So it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, ordeal to a uh, fly. If if they do say so like, look, man, you got to stay here until the end of the duty day. We're working on a bunch of big stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And you might I'll have to start all by myself. Yeah, you have to start without me. But uh, yeah. it's uh, going to be on the Red Room. If you guys uh, haven't seen uh, the Red Room, a friend of Grimm's definitely does some stuff with postmortem. But uh, uh, Sylvia and uh, I forget the dude's name. And I should know he's Miguel. the one that's always Miguel. Thank you. He's like always posting. And I forgot his name. Our. Uh, you know, they're doing a bunch of interviews, they're doing their own uh reviews and uh trying to grow the channel. So, uh, yeah, and uh, Heathen Dog, if you're not sure who that is, Heathen Dog did a review of that Giallo module. Giallo, uh, giallo. giallo, screw that Italian accent. <laughs> yeah. let's see, how'd how I do that in Minnesota? G- uh, oh, look at that, that's a Giallo. There you go. <laughs> like, uh, Working with the guy who can youper now. He's he's replacing the girl that I work with, and and he's from Wisconsin, so we can youper it up. There you go. <laughs> uh let's see what else. What else? Yeah, did the badger live stream gonna be on the red room, looking forward to that. I asked him what the subject was gonna be. He's like, uh, eh, Legion of Myth Gaming. Okay. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> uh, what a great subject. Me. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, is, you don't know the history of Legion of Myth, and if he goes into like, what's the history? Like, where did you get your start? And you know, the whole going back to 2003 is an MMORPG, blah, 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 blah. It's like, uh, <laughs> well, don't ask that question until I show up. But uh thread room sounds ominous. No, you said it's actually fun. Uh, here, let me put a link up. Let me see if I can find that link. I'll probably screw that one up no, too. You're
1: gonna screw that one up too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, thank you for having faith in me. And then we'll, we'll jump into our, our segment one. Um, after I get this link. Doo, doo, doo. That's right. The uh, can't do dictionary stuff here. The Orville. There you go. Right underneath the Orville. The Orville. Hey, that's nerdy.
3: Sure.
0: Um red room. I've had a couple people complain about his accent. Look, guys, get over. It. He's from Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Sometimes well, I might even have to say
1: "Please," but he grew up in Southern Europe, I think.
0: Okay. Well, his native language isn't English. Let's just put it no, that way. Okay. So, you know, give him a break. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yeah, I think that that's all that I had for, for starting this, uh, for people who don't know the segment two today is going to, when we get there is, Oh yes, there's one more major important thing I got to talk about. It's actually number one on my list and I completely skipped it.
1: Yeah, didn't you test the uh, the member giveaway on Friday?
0: Look at that, you can read my mind. You're psychotic. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of psychotics today in Palladium, uh, in so that'll be segment one. Yes, so the member-only giveaway. I want to say this up front because this is going to make some people angry and I just want to get it over with. This is a 3,000-subscriber giveaway. What platform is that for? YouTube. Okay, so what do you think that Twitch followers get out of that? Or Twitch subscribers, as they're called. No Whatever, thing. right? Why? Because <laughs> we already had our already. yeah. They're not on YouTube. Uh, people kept saying, "What are you going to do for the Twitch people?" And it was more than one. If you if you are one of the people who said it, just you're not alone. Yeah, you're fine. More than no. more than one yeah. person said it. Well, uh, we had
1: we had a uh, what was it? A uh, couple of years ago, we had we had a Twitch subscriber giveaway when we hit a hundred.
0: Yeah, and, and remember, subscribers for Twitch are like members for YouTube.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, so all of the all the subs got uh, got a whole bunch of stuff at that point. I mean, you hey. you love giving away stuff on giveaways. That's like, keep it, keep it, keep, keep it tight, bro. Keep it tight. You're like, no, give it all away. Make it rain.
0: You know, you know, it's funny is I still for uh, I, I still have about 50 games to give away from uh from all well, those humble bundles. Just give that away. Damn it. Well, because people didn't want video games for that.
1: Yeah, but they'll they'll they'll, they'll take a, a 10 random game bundle.
3: Whatever.
0: Maybe be fine. anyway. So I actually want to talk to you about giving away some of those uh some of those games I've had for like my list says 2018. I'm like, huh. Well, maybe some of these should be given away. Yeah. <laughs> get a little old now. Um, but anyway, yeah, so uh look, I did find a way that I can get the Twitch uh subscribers into the to the contest as well, and I will do one, one of them that includes the Twitch subscribers. Now let me rephrase that or not rephrase. Let me say that again. Clearly we'll include the Twitch subscribers. So it doesn't mean Twitch subscribers only because we didn't include the YouTube members when we did the Twitch one. So, right. Well, we didn't uh, have any
1: at that point. So it didn't matter. Oh, well,
0: yeah, we did. Yeah, we this did was years ago. No, we didn't. Yeah, we, we had two. we had, we had like two. Oh, well, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what now do we have now? Thirteen with like
1: two, two Twitch subscribers.
0: So, 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 what's going to happen is on before or it'll be the start of next week's Friday Chill Stream is going to be the giveaway. Why? Because I have more viewers then, and it doesn't conflict with anybody else. The highest chance of people watching. Okay. So the Friday Chill Stream is going to start as members only. We're going to do that. We're going to have a little AMA afterward. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you ask some questions or or yell at me or whatever you want to do. Uh, I don't have a time that it's going to start yet. Pay attention to the Discord and pay attention to the YouTube uh, community tab because that's where that's where I'll put it. Um, once that is done, I'm gonna let it last an hour maximum, probably a half hour, but an hour maximum. Then I'm gonna. Yeah, but disconnect change all the settings make it public again and we'll have our normal Friday chill stream after that so we'll probably have a half hour to hour long members only Friday chill stream and that's where all four 25 gift cards and one uh 30th year anniversary riffs book uh because that's the last thing I have left to, to mail out are going to be are going to be given out so hopefully that's clear enough for you if it's not check the uh the community tab on youtube within the next couple of days but it will be part of the friday uh chill stream so cool i hope everybody's got that yep. uh need me some play well we're about to get to the playdium now patrick fitzpatrick by the way hello everybody who's jumped in here connell wolf hello hello uh all right let's go through our proclivity so we can start segment one Everybody knows and loves hashtag RPGate. Do you love and know? Do you dream about? Do you preach this to your child? Screw all that Black History Month. Do you teach RPGate? I do. Perfect. All right. And you can find, here's our website, our Discord locals, Redbubble. Discord pissed me off this week, but no, I am not leaving it yet. Uh, so, uh, I've been using Discord since it was in beta, since uh, 2000, end of 2013, early 2014. It's, you know, everybody knows this there. You don't just up and leave because somebody pisses you off one time. So, we're watching the situation closely, though. Um, and and I do have other options, but nobody wants to do the other options, so that's why we're not leaving Discord. Oh, yep. I can't just go where I want and say, Kabo! <laughs> Uh, you can find, look at, I updated, I updated it! Look at it, it's got Rumble on the top. I don't know why it's on the top. Oh, it's on the top because I didn't want to, yeah, I was being lazy. I should have put Odyssey on the top, but either way. Um, Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and if you want to donate to us, there, those are the two best links on the bottom there, and we'll talk about that in a second, but those are by far the best links. Remember, Twitch takes 50%. This is why I don't care about Twitch. It takes 50%. Whatever you donate, you donate a dollar, I get 50 cents and then it's taxed. (laughs) So, so that's bad. YouTube only takes 30% unless you do it through an Apple product. Then it takes 60%. Thanks. Um, Screw you, Apple. But, uh, (laughs) uh, but so that's, that's at least a little better, but if you want your money going to us, then directly through PayPal and Streamlabs is the best. Uh, I had somebody yell at me and say, you talk about that too much. It just sounds like you're doing it for money. Well, one, I do like money, but two, no, I'm doing it because I used to be a financial planner. And if you're going to give me money, I would rather most of your money goes to the best value. <laughs> the best value is the bottom one. Ethan Dog will talk to you about how much he loves money in a moment. <laughs> then, talking about money, we want to thank all of our monetary backers, our subscribers, are cheers, our members, are super chatters. And again, look at th- the two links are there again. You can follow us on Locals and sh- donate through Streamlabs slash tip, nothing but the tip and paypal.me slash Legion of Myth. And of course, you know what? We do this for free. I get it. You don't have to pay. And we also love our followers, our subscribers, our chatters, and our lurkers. And if for whatever reason you don't want to give money to Heathen Dog, you want to give it to a charity. Cause, you Stop. Know- Stop.
1: <laughs> Take a deep breath. Think again. And when you think about donating to Legion of Myth, it still goes to no. You got to stop. So take another breath. The first one didn't work. Get <laughs> more oxygen to the brain. <laughs> Get more oxygen and then do it again. If you still come to no, well, you know, there's a special place for you later on. But if you have to give money to somebody and it's not me, then the Wounded Warrior Project, I, I suppose, is fine. Whatever. Helping people oh, new arm, new leg, oh, it's a robot, blah, blah, yeah, it's cool, yeah, whatever, shut up. All
0: right, there we go, told you he'd tell you about (laughs) All right, let's get to our first segment, thank you everybody for being here, and uh, we always appreciate that, that's why I give away too much stuff during the giveaways, because I actually appreciate y'all being here. So what are we going to talk about today? Oh, you know what, no, 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 get that off the screen. I'm gonna set up beforehand this time.
1: Oh, what happened?
0: Huh? Nothing. I'm just gonna set up beforehand this time. Okay. Get this over in this screen. Get that over in that screen. Let me figure out what page we're gonna start on.
1: This is this is crazy. This is level of professionalism I haven't seen in years.
0: Ever? Just say ever. (laughs) Oh, what (laughs) what page? All right. (laughs) What page do we start on? Oh, psionic powers one fifty five. Okay. So
1: PDF page one fifty seven.
0: Oh, for me it's one fifty-six. I don't know why, but yours is off by by a page. Okay, so but I want to start with the cover because the cover's cooler. But by the way, you know what's funny is um, oh what's his name? God, he posts all the time on on our comments, and I can't think of his name. I'll know if I see it. But he commented on Friday. He said, "Does anybody else look at this and see Dragon I'm like, "Thank God!" I felt like I was the only person ever who sees this Palladium second edition cover and see doesn't see King uh, uh, Lorax for you know and the dragon orb. Doesn't that look like the picture of Cyan Bloodbane? And nobody we'll have it up. A- it. it doesn't matter right now. I'm just okay. talking to you. I'm talking right. to you. Screw them. All
4: right, all right. All
0: right. <laughs> but Sorry. did you see it, right? I mean, oh, it's like yeah. an elf
1: dragon sky looks- orb. Yeah, it's 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 got the same elements. But I think it evokes a different feeling. But
0: I think it's the same as the. Uh, I think it's very similar to the Elmore painting. I have to find the Elmore painting. I forgot to do that. But I, it looks to me very similar to the Elmore painting too. I'll have to find that. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Now let's do this right now. I can look over there. I can find my. All right. Today for segment one, we are continuing on with palladium fantasy role-playing game. And today we are going to talk about psionics. Boo! And psychic characters, double boo. And if there's, I hate psychics. You know that.
1: I know you do, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk
0: them up a bit. You got to suck it up. Suck this! Uh, sure. <laughs> no, I, and it's not this game. I I don't like psionics in any game, so that's just that's just a thing. Um, but we're gonna talk about psionics, and he's gonna tell us why they're so great, why you should want to play one. Talk about some psychic characters, why they're not overpowered. <laughs> right? Okay. Right. Nobody not, said that. Nobody's fair, down. Fair. Um, and for you weirdos out there who like to yell at me. RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step-by-step tutorial. We may deviate off topic and go on tangents. Enjoy. Oh, and just to tell the one person who commented on one of my past videos that I should take my own advice and not inject politics into my videos. I'm not writing a book, weirdo. I'm not writing a book for sale. I'm commenting on videos. Note the difference. All right, so... Palladium Fantasy, let's do some sharing here, because sharing is caring.
5: That's what they. Please
0: hit that like, subscribe, and share button. Share it with your friends, and with your enemies, because they love it.
1: Not the enemies.
0: No, share it with enemies too. Oh, now, I have to redo this. Oh my god, fill up the whole screen. There, Shh, don't don't show that white stuff. You need to All see right. the Dragon
1: the Dragonlance art to see. Okay, hang on, hang on. I have the book. I have the
0: book. yeah, the art of Dragonlance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't find it on Friday, and I forgot to look for it again. I didn't want to take it's the entire stream weird, looking. I know it's it
1: looks like it's cycled out of the pile that uh, oh, that I commonly just read, like when I'm on the toilet or something. So hang on. <laughs>
0: He's gonna go find a mind. A melt your mind? Well, it's mind mage in this one, not mind melter, but eh, I think it's the same thing. Did Max run into a but No, no, no. So what happened? It wasn't me. I played a Cyborg. Um, the cyborg is my favorite class to play in riffs. Uh One of the characters in the group, though, looked over at a Coalition army. Now, we were surrounded by the Coalition army. We weren't going to win this fight. We pretty much decided to surrender because it was the only smart thing to do. And uh, the Coalition was separating us because, you know, of course, we had psychics and the Coalition doesn't like that. And we had real people. And then I was a Cyborg, so I was kind of in the middle. They're like, well, you're okay with Cyborgs. Just don't shoot me. Um, and uh, and he's like, what, what what do you think I'm gonna do? What do you think I'm gonna do? You think I'm gonna melt your mind or some crap like that? And they're like, nope. <laughs> Just shot him, killed him right there. Damn it. Can't find it?
1: I, I can't find the art. I can only find the book. The the uh yeah, the art is not reminiscent the art in the book is, is not reminiscent of, of the art in this book at all. But uh I, I know what you're talking about, and I thought I had it in the book, but it's not.
0: I'll find it some other time. For next week. We'll put that in for next week. But all right, let's get to what we're really talking about here. Because I bet you everybody on YouTube, you know, after the fact is like, oh my God, stop talking.
1: Yeah, there you go. Come on. Hit it up.
0: There you go. Power circles. That's what we're talking. Oh no, oh, that's not yeah. we're talking about. Talk about this nonsense.
1: Here we go. Sonic powers. Yeah.
0: All right, cool. Heathen Dog. Explain to me why I should like sonic Powers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thanks
1: for that. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Uh sonic powers are you know esp just like everyone knows what sonic powers are you know you can do stuff with the with the force of your mind and that's it no external uh powers required no chanting no no material components no no you know dancing around a circle whatever no it's this this is what makes psionics op in most systems the the fact that unless you have the ability to detect Psionics already. You're not going to see it happening. There is no chanting. There's no glowing. There's none of that nonsense. It just happens. And on top of that, in Palladium, magic at at lower circles brings you down to two actions per round. Mm -hmm. At higher circles, one or less per round.
0: Yeah, one every other round or ritual. Yep.
1: Yeah, but psionics, no. You get you get all your normal hand to hand attacks as psionic powers. That is what makes them. Generally, in day-to-day practice, op. Now, later on in the psionic section, I'm going to tell you why, in many situations, magic is more powerful than psionics. But again, not in day-to-day life. All right, so let's let's move let's move down a little bit. Who has psionic powers? Now, uh, it's it says earlier it says earlier here that uh, approximately 25 to 30 percent of everyone on this on on this uh, plane of existence. Played in Fantasy world has some form of limited psionic power. You are a minor psychic.
0: So I want to I going to argue with, a quibble with you. No, I actually agree with you. I'm saying this up front. I agree with Heathen Dog. Okay. Um, but I've had a lot of people take this sentence before. That's why I highlighted it a bunch of times and say that this obviously means that Kevin believes that 25 to 30 percent of all people in the real world have psionic powers.
1: No, he could easily be be speaking. You know, of like you know. People, if sonic powers exist, which a lot of people say they do in real life, there's no measurable way to to define them or you know mark their passing or their or their usage. That's all he's saying. It's like there's no proof. Modern science has not given any proof to the supernatural or or the psychic in in any substantive way. That's all. That's it. Calm down. Put the pitchforks away. Everything's fine all right but if you want to be a psychic and not have to roll like everybody else you can just be a psychic character character class a pcc like the mind mage uh who automatically gets sonic abilities mm-hmm. each specific pcc will explain the character's background orientation and sonic abilities they they have different different kinds different flavors different levels of ability different there are only niches, two
0: that are worth a damn though
1: different niches you know they're they're there's a cog for every wheel, right? It's going to fit somewhere. It may not fit in your group, but in another group, this psionic character may fit just perfect. Great. Now, psionics on now, this is an, an another point of contention I have with palladium. They should switch these names around for psychic energy, the inner strength points. That is your own personal energy that you expend in creating psionic effects. Magic is called what?
0: uh oh my god it's, it's stream math i can't remember the uh, uh psp no ppe uh potential psychic energy oh my god there
1: you go. potential psychic energy which is to me seems to be deliberately misleading <laughs> deliberately but that's the way it is and there's no change in it now it's been that way for 20 25 30 years so that's that's all it is so gotta get over it and inner strength points is uh is is, de- is determined uh, just like a uh, uh ppe is determined per uh mag- magical class your starting isp is determined per magic class the mind melter being the strongest is going I to mind have mage the most mind most. mage mind mage sorry that's rips i'm sorry you're right the mind <laughs> mage being the strongest is going to have the most and the uh what is it the uh uh para god what is it oh crap where are you OK, well, we're, we're, we're going to get to it. Don't worry. But uh, okay. yeah, we're going to get to it. But it has has the least. Uh, that's the way it is. Meditation recovery, just like PPE, ISP is uh, is recovered automatically as long as you are not in any kind of uh, urgent situation or uh, large, strenuous activity.
0: There's one caveat to that later, and it has to do with the mind mage.
1: Right. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Yep. Uh, let's see, so uh, relaxing in a meditative state officer filing benefits to all all psionics all psychics one hour of meditation retor, restores six isp and is is the equivalent of two hours of sleep or rest for the physical body that's great normally you would uh do, 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 say meditation skill but auto known all psychics yeah you you want it you want to do that to to recover your isp and on top of that you don't need to sleep if you meditate for four hours that's the equivalent of eight hours of sleep
0: i thought that was just for isp no, not no, for no. actual resting.
1: No, a relaxing meditative state also offers the following benefits to all psionics. One hour of meditative re- meditation restores six ISP and mm. is equivalent to two hours of sleep slash rest for the physical body.
0: Meh. Another reason that these guys are stupid.
1: Well, you know, being being awake four hours before everyone else is usually not a privilege. All right. It it just means people expect you to do the shit before they wake up.
0: (laughs) I don't have to sleep, so I I should notice everything.
1: Well, fair enough. Uh, Saving throws against psionic attack. This is this is uh um just like magic. There are tiers. Okay, if you are a if you are not a psychic, you have the least resistance to psionic attack, so it's going to be much harder. You have a fifteen or higher to save on a d twenty. You have to roll a fifteen or higher after modifiers. If you are a minor psychic. You have some defense because you have some knowledge. Now it's only a twelve or higher on a d20. But if you are a master psychic, like the mind mage, for example, you have a, a great knowledge of of psychic powers, how they work, and mental defenses to you know bolster your your resistances. So you only have to roll a ten or higher. Now chances remember,
0: are you're going to be rolling a lot less than that because come on. I know you're going to get to it in the next sentence, but that me no psychic goes. Oh, I'm just going to put all my points into strength instead of my yeah, mental endurance. So
1: yeah, you're <laughs> going to have lots of bonuses. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I need to be certain. To add possible bonuses from me attribute yeah. or any other source of psychic protection. Exactly right. If if you choose to be a a PCC, a psionic character class. You are probably going to move your highest stat or one of your highest stats to mental endurance, which is the foundation of all psychic abilities. And as we'll find out later, uh, also, you know, greatly enhances the amount of ISP you can you can store in your body safely so you can use more more power without running out.
0: This next part really threw me for a uh, loop because I I didn't know this. What? Oh, Uh, you uh, didn't know anything?
1: Okay. Okay. This, this is where I get into magic can, can be more OP, but ley lines, not only do they affect magic users, they affect psychics as well because they are wild magical energy. They augment anything that is supernatural and psychic power is considered supernatural. So if you're within two miles of a ley line, all of your powers and abilities range and duration is increased by 50%. If you're within one mile of a nexus point, it's doubled. Damage from direct damage psychic attacks, which there surprisingly are not many, but psychic powers that do direct damage is doubled within a mile of a ley line or a ley line nexus point. There's no additional damage from being, you know, directly on a ley line or a nexus. It's is just
0: it mind dart, mind bolt, what's it called? Don't the, worry, we're, we're like the get common to it. one.
1: We're gonna get to it. Teasing, but... I'm teasing. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Now, here here is the difference. With ley line and nexus point interaction between magic users and psychics. Magic users not only get, just like psychics, the ranges, durations, and damage augments from being near or at ley lines and nexus points, but they also get free PPE every round. Round. So you can you can burn spells. You can only cast what two low-level spells per round. Well, if if you're on a ley line, you're getting either 20 or 40 free PPE per round. That's use or lose. You could cast two spells and never dip into your personal reserve. And during uh, during events, during uh, astrological or seasonal events, like the Equinox or uh, Lunar Eclipse, whatever, you can draw for moments or minutes or hours massive amounts of PPE to do huge, dramatic, world-changing events that psychics just can't do. Just can't do that on the scale that a mage can backed with enough sacrifices or uh enough ley line energy to pull it off
0: the thing is is while ley lines are relatively common they're not crazy common so it's not like that's going to happen a lot
1: yeah and they're they're around i mean if you you can go 100 miles in any direction and find one sure but this is a fantasy level game so going 100 miles is not something you do lightly that's you know that's the way it is but uh the the psionic in the day-to-day abilities is stronger than a mage because their 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 powers are not only stealthy but they uh they seem to be more universally uh not resisted against as much as magic but right the ability of animals Okay, most large mammals seem to have innate natural psychic senses that warn them about the presence of supernatural forces. It actually goes deeper into this in the Chaos Earth. But uh, animals like dogs, horses, and cats have the ability to sense supernatural creatures at a distance. Why is that? Because name name the top three uh, domesticated animals on the planet
0: especially in a fantasy setting
1: especially in a a fantasy setting that'd be dogs squirrels no squirrels are not largely domesticated dogs horses and to the lesser extent cats what about cows cows actually do sense uh supernatural creatures but their initial instinct is to run whereas the domesticated animals like horses and dogs their initial instinct is to defend their owner
0: Mm -mm, they have to run You'll read that below. I, oh, I read that. that. They
1: have to run, even even dogs?
0: So the person, yes, and that, that would that's what I, I actually would, personally, I would change the rule with dogs. Remember, I'm a cat person. Well, they, so they
1: actually I'm saying, did change the rule later on in, in Chaos Earth when magic came back. Dogs dogs reacted much differently. A dog or a cat will raise hairs on the back, bear fangs and growl or hiss in the menacing warning. A horse will whine, stomp, and rear. If the person or creature does not back off, the animal will attack.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The cat and horse will attack only to make a path of escape and let the unnatural being know that they are aware of his presence. Six percent of time, all canines will attack with the intent to kill
0: one to 60 percent.
1: Yeah, 60 percent, 40 percent of the time, the animal will flee
0: dogs what? cats and other animals cannot be trained to sniff out magic or supernatural creatures i was like come on really we can sniff we can train dogs to sniff out anything yeah
1: dogs <laughs> yeah no that that is that is bullshit for for modern times but for a fantasy setting where where the where the domestication domestication of animals is not as deep as it is now <laughs> my pet wolfen <laughs> yeah see it doesn't work out so uh yeah, may, maybe they run, but uh, you you will see later on, in, in from modern day on, dogs especially will defend their owner to the death.
0: Yeah, I mean these these last two sentences really, it, 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 I I like that it's in here because it stops people from abusing a simple right, trope of like an animal. Yeah. yeah, but they will not search out these forces for anybody or any reason and willfully look at all those absolute words. Yes, absolute as soon word. as the opportunity arises.
1: And all living creatures have potential psychic energy as well, be it one to four or 20, 80, 100, whatever. PP of all creatures doubles the moment of death. This is why sa- uh, sacrifice magic is so powerful. But uh, you know, you're you're not going to be able to choose the uh, the alignment you're going to want.
0: <laughs> well, I, actually, Heathen Dog answered this question. Let me put it in here. What is it? Boop. Audience, so then why are dog why boys, are dog so, boys effective? so
1: effective because they are the the uh genetic crossbreed of humans and dogs or actually no they're augmented dogs to be more human more intelligent but keep their instincts intact
0: but also it's future also like this, this, this yes. is yes
1: and all all groups of dog boys have a human uh handler that they are trained to respond to as masters
0: and they want to. They want they love they us humans. To.
1: They're 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 genetically modified. They have they have the bioessentialism to protect their master. <gasps> what?
0: No. Oh ah, stop. Stop.
1: Sorry. Stop. That's the way it is, man.
0: Uh, All well, right for that. Well, before you before you move on, oh, if you like you bioessentialism, you should subscribe.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start the the PCCs, And we're gonna start with uh the psychic sensitive. The psychic sensitive has a number of abilities which allow him to sense the supernatural, manipulate the world with the power of the mind, and even heal wounds and disease. This is kind of a low-level catch-all uh, class. If you are if you are uh, an investigative group, like hunting out supernatural creatures or uh, delving into dungeons, and you know you want to know what's around the corner. Well, a psychic sensitive is, is going to have those
0: abilities. This is your dog.
1: <laughs> or your canary. You know, whichever your you can. Want. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the all psychic sensitives get these powers. That I'm going to come to right now. Uh, duh, 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 duh. The first one is not. Number one is hidden. Notice the how sense- the numbers start with two.
0: Mine starts with one. You start with where? Yeah, it's the page before. The sense psychic magic energy. Uh it your book is their
1: lives okay oh yeah okay okay. i see it now okay uh sonic powers are, are magic being used within the character's range of sensitivity he will sense it the psychic impression will indicate whether the energy source is far or near up or down or whether it's small or giant cannot pinpoint exactly it's more of a cardinal direction cardinal direction and y and z axis that's pretty much all that the psychic sensitive can get besides near besides a grover type near and far that's basically <laughs> it but uh, oh my
0: god far
1: exactly <laughs> but if if within 20 feet they have the ability if they make the skill roll to actually pinpoint
0: hold on I got, that, that go, I, go, I got it i got i got it i got it go ahead and keep right. doing your thing
1: all right uh Can't track exactly where unless they're within 20 feet. The presence of other PPE sources of energy may confuse the sensation and impair the location of the approximate source, minus 10%. So, you know, as we know, there are PPE batteries and there are ley lines with large amounts of PPE just leaking out of it. So if you want to hide from a psychic sensitive, hiding on a nexus point or a ley line or nearby one is a good idea because it scrambles their their little uh, psychic magical radar. Uh sense supernatural beings. This is if a supernatural being even polymorphed, like a like a dragon, polymorphed to look like a human or an elf or whatever, when comes into range of a psychic sensitive, will immediately trigger him. The psychic sensitive can sense the presence of powerful supernatural being, includes gods, godlings, greater elementals, greater demons, devils, even dragons, and practitioners of magic who are a tenth level higher. Uh sorry, the, I was the, dealing so, with the
0: other thing. Where, where are you in this?
1: I am what, what number? Sent supernatural right there, right there. Two okay. The, oh, there these is. are all creatures with a very high uh battery of ppe that's basically what the psychic sensitive is sensing uh this is a 30 plus percent 5 percent per level experience plus 10 percent when face to face with such a being even if the creature's got if if you if you're looking right at him and you're within touching distance you get a plus 10 because dude he's right there the psychic may be able to identify the nature of the being by scent alone at half the skill level. The tracking you know, is it a dragon, a godling, a devil, a devil, demon, whatever? Range is 50 feet per level of the psychic's experience. It should say per experience level, but there we go. Again, the, the book is written poorly. But uh, sensitivity supernatural magic or sonics being expended through spell weaving or attack is 1,000 feet. So if there's actual psychic uh, powers or magical abilities going off, the range extends. It's much more like a flare than a torch at that point. And all of this is automatic. These, these first two things are automatic. And three is psionic powers. At level one, the psychic automatically has the following abilities. See aura, sense evil, present sense, meditation. Of course, everyone gets meditation. And six, psionic abilities of choice from the sensitive category. Aww. They're called psionic sensitives for a reason.
0: The snowflake category.
1: No, it's it's more touch sensitive than, than my poo-poo feeling sensitive. Uh, the character gets to select one additional power from the sensitive category for each additional level of experience starting at two. In the alternative, one supersonic power or one physical power can be selected at levels 3, 6, 9, 12, and 15. Available supersonic powers are limited to empathic transmission, group mind block, hypnotic suggestion, and mind block, auto defense, mind bolt, mind bond, and telemechanics. So these are all uh, attack defense and uh, indirect manipulation abilities.
0: Telemechanics is a fun one.
1: Telemechanics is a fun one. You, you can just touch touch a machine and know exactly how to operate it, how it works, if it's broken, what's wrong with it, and how to fix it, all kinds of cool stuff. And their base inner strength points is their ME, roll 2d4 times 10 and add it to that base. So if their ME is, say, 20, they roll 2d4 times 10, so they're going to roll uh 70, so they're going to have 90 ISP, which seems like a lot until you get to the Mind Mage. And, and, and you know it gets weird and they are considered a master psionic just just like the mind mage so all of their uh saving throws start at 10 and they get a plus three to save versus mind controlling drugs poisons and magic charms because uh they're they're not only aware of of presences outside their body they're aware of presences attacking their body as well and they automatically fight against it Plus five to save versus possession. Again, same thing. They are mentally self-aware. And plus two to save versus horror factor because they've seen some stuff. And uh, it's just a little harder to rattle them. And they get the OCC skills. Dowsing. That's for water, people. That's for finding water with two sticks. For oil. Use it for oil. Use it for oil. (laughs) Languages. Native tongue plus two at 15%, but your native is at 98% uh lore two of choice now max and i talked about the the the, the lore skills uh, b- before the stream and it's going to become a, a bigger thing in uh, segment two but uh lore is important if your character has any knowledge of a certain area or a certain kind of being or a certain uh country region you have to have the lore or you have to have a background in that region or or a a background in that creature or a background in that country. Like I grew up in the capital city of whatever. I know how the law works. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You don't need the lore. It's in your background, but, or who's actually in and-
0: charge, you know, uh, yeah. all nonsense. Yep.
1: Yeah, exactly. But if, if you want to know, say how to kill a vampire, you grew up in the city where the guards handled all that. You don't know how to kill a vampire unless you have lore vampires or stop lore-
0: spoiling segment two. Got-
1: I'm just saying, if, if you have the lore, <laughs> then there you go. You know, or or if 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 you want to know that the safest way to travel from one part of the countryside to another, if you have lore local region, you like your local region, then you will know.
0: And this this kind of goes back to last week. You know, one of the strengths of the diabolist. Uh, you know, it's easy to poo poo because I'm going to poo poo this this PCC here in a moment. Um, but uh, there are things you can do depending on the type of game you're in. That's the biggest thing. You have to be in the type of game that's going to support that. Uh, And and I'll let him finish this up because I I got some questions about this uh, PCC.
1: Uh, OCC related skills. uh, You get nine at level one. So you get to choose nine out of any of these, any of these categories. Some of them get bonuses. Some of them don't. That's fine. Secondary skills. You get four also from this list under OCC related, but no bonuses whatsoever. You get starting equipment, clothing, boots, hat, belt, blankets, stuff like that. I, I kind of like uh, Palladium, the the way they start you with the basic stuff. Whereas in as in many other campaigns, even basic stuff you have to buy with your starting
0: gold. Well, you know? just wait until uh, we get into Heroes Unlimited, because uh, one of the things I was concerned about as we go down the, the line of Palladium games is that we're going to be doing so much repeating over and over and over again. But in Palladium, you don't have OCCs. Or not well, to play in I mean, Heroes Unlimited. In you Euro, don't have OCCs. You, have OCCs. you 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 have yeah. education levels, which completely changes this dynamic. And I think that's interesting. So it at changes the end-
1: character creation, but after yep. that, they are right, right. plug and, excuse me. They are almost plug and play in the different systems after character creation.
0: It's amazing though how many either ninjas or doctors are in every game.
1: I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, you even get armor and weapons without having to pay for it which is great. And then your your starting money is 200 gold, which is not a little bit. It's nice. And you, you can save it or purchase more equipment that you don't get. Now, the the uh, this this psychic sensitive PCC. I would only recommend it if if you if the if the game master has told you that you're going to be out in the woods a lot. You're you're going to be on the fringes. You're going to be out in the in the thick of it because uh, uh, a a psychic sensitive is going to be able to see trouble coming from a long way away, is going to be able to track it. So if you are hunting down supernatural threats, having a psychic sensitive on your side means you shave days off of your tracking time. And with the, with the, uh, with the ability that they have for group mind block, you can now protect yourself from the very thing you're hunting. It's great. If you're in that situation, there are many other situations where a psychic sensitive would not fit into a group, depending on what the group is doing.
0: What, what I would be uh, concerned about with the psychic sensitive, because again, like the Diabolist and like the summoner, I like the concept of the class. Yes. I think it has a role. I think it has a role that can be really fun to play, but you know, it's going to happen in a lot of groups because I've seen it happen is a psychic sensitive. Isn't going to be as cool as the rogue isn't in the skill department. And isn't going to be as cool as the the now I'm going to call mind melted mind mage in the sonic department and is going to feel underappreciated. You have to have you have to have a role for this uh, class now. Yeah. I, I think you like you said before the investigation side of it, but I don't know. I always saw the uh, the mind mages take over that as well.
1: Mm, well, the the psychic sensitive gets a lot of the investigation stuff for free. I mean they, they get these the Sea aura sense supernatural, they get all of that tracking, all of that for free uh powers, you know, for uh for uh sensing supernatural or psychic threats. They get they get it, they get those powers for free at level one. So whereas the the mind mage and and the and the uh, and the other psychics have to buy these things to have them, the psychic sensitive gets them right out of the gate.
0: And Darth Theek makes a good point here. They can also be useful in a dungeon, in a dungeon scanning-, scanning.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I, I said that earlier. You know, you want to know what's around the corner. You, you bring a psychic sensitive with you. And if if there's, if there's something strong around the corner or in that room, you're gonna know it.
0: Well, I was gonna suggest that we go deeper into the Psy Healer, but because we mentioned it so much, I think uh we kind of gloss over the next two. We'll talk to them, but just kind of gloss over the next two and then show go the right power the of, of, the, of the mind mage. Okay. What do you think now, about that?
1: Okay, then we'll go right to the Psy Healer. The Psy Healer is pretty much what you think. It's a psionic character that specializes in, in using psionic abilities to heal folk. All right, at level one, the psychic automatically has the following abilities. Dead in pain, exorcism, healing touch, increased healing, psychic diagnosis, psychic purification, psychic surgery, sea aura, and empathy. Now, all of these powers put together is... is... uh. After a fight, or if someone's possessed, completely necessary. These are all amazing skills to have in the background. This is great. If you have a side Healer in your party, and you're already covered with with uh, with with attack and all that stuff, you're already covered with combat, this is an excellent get for a party. Because healing is no joke in this game. If it's non-magical or non-psychic, it's taking a long time. Especially if you've got hit point damage. But with a psy healer around, you know you you've got you've got some uh, mystical disease or your spirit is taking over your body. Well, you want a psy healer around, you want him around, and you want him on your side.
0: And guess what? The Diabolus can identify that like that. <laughs>
1: additional psychopath the character gets to select one additional power from either healing or physical sign categories for each additional level of experience starting at two each additional level two three four five six you get it they get to choose an extra power every level and and they, they get to choose from from physical or healing they got enough healing all the all the stuff they get at level one is really all the general healing you need on a day-to-day basis. So physical abilities uh, have have a have a wider range of direct uh, directly affecting fights and stuff like that. So you could take that if if you wanted to to uh, in time augment the the combat core of your party. Uh, Bonus.
0: What, you, what do you say to uh, violence sells everything here?
1: I take a priest over a psi healer. Uh, we're going to touch on priest. Uh, I I think a psi healer is more reliable than a priest, but a priest is is more is more effective
0: that's interesting okay i didn't
1: yeah but we're, what... we are going to touch touch on the on the uh, some some of the cleric occs but either at the end of today or some other time uh high eq and emmy are strongly recommended but there are no attribute requirements for a psi healer were there any attribute requirements for a size sensitive no no there wasn't you could have a four. Me, and still yeah, you have healing.
0: like three PPE, but it our ISP, ISP. But hey, yeah, you know <laughs> it's going to suck,
1: but you're going to get it. Now, uh <laughs> speaking of ISP, the the psi healer gets more two d six times ten plus me instead of what was it two d two d four times ten for the psi sensitive.
0: But well, that's because he also gets more actual powers. So yeah,
1: more more uh, uh powers that are more expensive be- because they have more of an impact in the real world immediately. So yes. And of course, they get the da blah. blah, blah. Sci- sci- mystic. This one, uh, I think Max and I are on board with. This doesn't need to exist. It is a is a mixture of psionic and magic, kind of like a sorcerer, I guess. Uh, they get psionic powers at level one. They get uh, exorcism, sense evil, sixth sense, meditation. Everyone gets meditation and mind block. Plus, you get to select three powers from the sensitive category and and two from either physical or healing. So you get. You get a whole lot of sensitive powers and a smattering of everything else,
0: but you you don't. And you don't need all the attack powers because you're going to have magic.
1: And we're we're actually going to get to that. Yes, character gets select one additional power from the sensitive or physical at levels three, five, seven, nine, odd ones, odd levels. Yep. And they they get the two d four times ten plus me just like the size sensitive. So they're on the they're on the lower tier of ISP battery but they also get magic powers at first level. They get a total of six spells from magic levels one and two. I mean, sure. As magic users go, you're, you're, you know, they're not locked down to levels one and two, even base magic users of a magic using class can get levels one through six. Pretty easy. They're locked down to levels one, and two, but they get six spells from them. In addition to their sonic, to their sonic powers and their PPE, while very low, is still much greater than that of average person. 1d6 times 10 plus PE attribute and another 2d6 every level of experience.
0: Just, see, so and Priest, okay, nor can the Priest learn new spells like a wizard. His yep. magic abilities must come from meditation and cosmic awareness. So pretty much be like, hey, Game Master, I want to learn this spell.
1: Only when you level up. Only when you level up is, is, is basically what it's saying. Each new junction in life experience experience level, the character will find time to meditate on life, his goals, and magic. As a result, he can select a total of two magical spells from any level up to his own experience level. So, if he leveled to level four, he can choose two spells from level one through four. That's it. That's all you get. You want to cast a level 15 spell? You got to wait to your level 15, and then you can get one. But other than that, you're, you're not getting it. So they have a small smattering of magical ability, but that makes them very powerful overall because not only do they have the possibility of the big punches with the magic, but the multiple actions per round and the utility of, of psychic powers.
0: Yeah. I, I don't like it because I think it gets away from, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. One, I don't like hybrid classes. Yeah. No, that's it, not true. I do a,
3: a dual
1: class psychic mage. Yeah.
0: Yeah uh and and well i'm not let me phrase because i'm not against hybrid classes i'm against finding the like oh i can do both psychic and magic hell yeah pile it all on me i, th- I think those things should be distinct and then on the canon slash lore side whatever you want to call it i don't like the fact that while it's magic you get magic spells it isn't treated like mad you don't learn it like magic you don't like, oh, cosmic awareness. Then that should just be psychic powers. Just just say yeah. you're a dumbass sorcerer and and uh you know you're you're not a mage, and oh, by the way, you copy magic powers. If you're copying magic spells, you, you should learn them, receive them, find them, cast them. Everything should be magic. You should have two different sets of activities that you that you do during a day. You meditate for your ISP and you do whatever it is for magic, for you know, you study for your your, your magic spells, but that would take too long. You get both powers, dumbass. Like
1: I get it, I get it. I, I don't I don't think me for saying poopa words really really has a good place either. But now we get to the mind mage.
0: I'm just gonna stay on this picture. You do the rest.
1: Yeah. This, this guy. <laughs> this guy the mind mage is no joke the most powerful of all the psychic character classes although these people can cast no spells nor dabble with circles or symbols their psi powers are so great that they are among the most feared mystic and supernatural beings in the world and this is not a joke let's go to the powers of the mind mage Psychic powers at level one the mind mage automatically has the power of mind block see aura alter aura for self and of course, everyone gets meditation. Plus, he gets to select three powers from each of the four power categories healing, sensitive, physical, and super for a total oh. of 12 powers.
0: Super is capitalized.
1: Yes. But mind wipe side sword and possess others cannot be selected until third level. Oh no. I know, right? <laughs> no, possess others is so OP, it's disgusting. And mind wipe is is just a game changer. So, you know, at third level, having game changers? No. Additional psych abilities. Character gets select a total of two additional powers from any of the three lesser categories or a plus three from the super sonic category for each additional level of experience starting at two. Oh my God. You thought that the Psy Healer was awesome for getting a power every level. This cat gets what? Six. Six. Every level. Three of them from the super category. The super category is no joke. We're going to go to the power. There's a reason that. it's called super. There's a reason it's called super. It's crazy. Uh, ISP, of course, gets the most 3d6 times 10 plus ME plus and, an additional 12 yep. per level of experience. Not 2d6 like every, or 2d4 like everyone has to roll. No, you max out that 2d6. You just get 12.
0: That's oh, considered is. to be a master sage. you think?
1: You, oh, no kidding. Really? He recovers at two per hour, 12 per hour of meditation or sleep. That is more than anyone else. Everyone else is one per hour and six. The mind mage gets it doubled. Two per hour of just not being stressfully active or 12 per hour of meditation. And remember, meditation also replaces sleep. Uh, Okay, my mage. uh, Now, the one thing they are stripped of is skills. Because they spent their entire life perfecting, mastering, and coaxing every last bit of psychic power out of themselves. They They literally did not have time to learn book learning. And stuff.
0: Well, like, if you, if you, if you read some of that fluff, it also says that they, they're so arrogant that they, you know, that, that they'll take on a dragon just because look, I'm smarter than you dragon and lose, but that's just, they have this built in yeah. arrogance. They don't need all that nonsense. Yeah. I've got my mind.
1: Exactly. And for the 90% of the time, they're right. It It's when they, they let their arrogance go rampant and do that dragon thing that they get screwed, but they get very little in the way of skills. Your native language plus two of choice that's normal mm-hmm. basic math plus 20 percent two weapon proficiencies hand-to-hand basic you can improve that by taking a, by uh by the cost of other skills not related skills but um, well i
0: skills. i did this these are the other because it says these like five others, other okay. skills yeah
1: okay i five hate that because he does skill. that
0: all the time
1: yeah five, five other skills at level one plus one at level three six nine and twelve that is far less than all the other classes and they have, they have far, uh, far uh, smaller of a list to choose from. And I second, can't have
0: acrobatics both, and gymnastics. Uh-huh.
1: You can't have it. Can't have it. They, they are, they are a mental uh, type of class. They are not physical. They don't see the worth.
0: You can have boxing.
1: Yeah, but that, that increases your psychic attacks per round as well. So they see the worth in that. But <laughs> gym, gymnastics And athletics, they just don't see the worth in it. I mean, they 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 can fly for Christ's sake! Come on. And of course, they get starting equipment, starting armor. Uh, the armor is not as good, and the equipment's not as good. But you know, and the gold starting with is not as good, but they don't need it.
0: The armor's better to, than the Diabolus. It starts with an AC, AR-10.
1: There you go. And then we get to the psionic powers themselves. We're gonna we're gonna talk at least one each. Okay. Physical, we might do two. But uh, for the for the healing, we're going to talk about uh, do 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 exorcism.
0: Oh, OK. And I was thinking I was thinking healing touch because it's kind of the common one that people start with.
1: OK. Yeah. OK. He- healing touch and uh, psychic purification. We're going to talk about those two. OK. OK. So healing touch range. What, what, guess what? what
0: page is that on?
1: Uh, it's just scroll down a couple pages. And it's there up there. There it is. All right. Uh, healing touch ranges. Yes. Duration, instant. It's not really that instant. It takes two minutes of a trance, touching someone, and then it instantly goes off. But it still took two minutes. (laughs) Healing touch was remarkable healing ability can instantly heal cuts, burns, bruises, and similar physical wounds. The Touch restores 2D4 hit points, or 2D6 SDC. The Healing Touch can only be used on other living creatures, but never on the psychic himself. That's what the bioregeneration self is for. But this is important, because... In, in Palladium, outside of magic and psychics, healing hit point damage is a rough road. One or two, maybe maybe a D4 a day if you're under ideal conditions under a doctor's care. But if you're out rumble tumble in the woods, it's one a day if you're lucky. But a psychic being able to heal 2D4 immediately, hell man, they, 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 he can just touch you and bring you out of a coma. Bring you up to four hit points. If you're below zero, can do it. Easy peasy. And then we get to the psychic, where is it? It's like psychic purification. Here we go. The healer uses his abilities to slow a person's metabolism and destroy chemicals, drugs, poisons, and toxins in the body. The effects of the drugs and impurities are immediately halted at the beginning of the meditation and completely destroyed at its end. So the duration here shouldn't say immediate. It should say permanent. If, if successful, but once you start the meditation, unlike the healing touch, the well, it's go-
0: it's going to be successful. There's no saving through unless somebody kills you in the middle of your trance. Yeah, un- un-
1: un- unless someone disturbs the meditation, that's basically okay, what it is. Someone disturbs the sixty-six minutes of meditation, then the power will fail. But that's the only way the power will fail. So, you stop taking damage immediately, and sixty-six minutes later you're no longer you're no longer affected by this by this debuff poison toxin whatever it's absolutely amazing it's great every every psychic uh healer should have this you need it okay physical sonic powers we are going to look at
6: teleplasm uh,
1: levit no levitation not great resist fatigue that is an excellent one resist fatigue right there okay Range self, duration one hour plus 20 minutes per level experience. Four ISP, very cheap. The mind over matter discipline, which enables the character to engage in physical activity without suffering from exhaustion. Although fatigue is temporarily suspended, the psychic will feel extremely tired and may even collapse when the psi power time limit elapses. Now, this is is if you need it now and damn the consequences. For example, anyone can beat an Olympic-trained, long-distance runner if they can run at 100% the entire time. An Olympic runner has to pace themselves or else they'll tire themselves out before they get to the finish line. But if you can go at full tilt 100% the entire time, you will beat any gold medal distance runner. And that's what this allows you to do. It allows you to exert yourself at 100% without tiring. And as long as you can keep spending the four ISP, you can keep you can keep putting off that paycheck. Keep pushing it to next week. Keep pushing that bill. That bill's going to come due, but hopefully not until you've done what you need to do. Same thing. And, and you if you before.
0: if you look at, uh, I think it's under. I don't think it's under combat. I think it's under the uh, the physical endurance attribute. It says how long you can go before you tire and what the tire penalties are. At least it does in uh, the Heroes Unlimited book.
1: It does. It does here as well. Yes, and this one negates that for an hour plus twenty minutes per level of experience, every four ISP. It's four. It's cheap. You can do this all day probably. If you just want to run, you can cover a lot of ground. Resist hunger. Resist thirst. Same thing. Same thing. Just push that bill. Push that bill later in the future. And then we're gonna do summon inner strength because this is the one that most people should take, if they are if they are a psychic character that has access. To the physical ability. Normally, you can run a number of minutes equal to your PE. Well, guess what? You can run full tilt for an hour plus 20 minutes per level of experience if you have uh, resist fatigue, which is why I think it's very important because it is it is useful all the time. Summon inner strength, range self 10 minutes per level of experience. Also cheap for ISP. The psi power enables character draw his inner strength reserves of strength to ward off pain and fatigue every time the psychic calls upon his inner strength. The fi- now. I want to read that again. Every time the psychic calls upon his inner strength, the following bonuses apply. That means you can do it again and again and again and stack the bonuses. As long as the first first 10 minutes hasn't run out, you can stack the bonuses. And it's for ISP. So if you've got a couple of minutes of prep time before you have to go and fight, you buff yourself up with four or five ISP hits, you're getting plus 40 or 50 SDC, plus eight or 10 versus poisons or toxins, uh, plus 20% or 25% to save versus common death. Fatigue forgotten. It's as if you rested for the full duration of the summon inner strength power. You no longer have fatigue for those 10 minutes. You can fight full out. So it's not as useful. Uh, outside outside of you know outside of combat as resist fatigue is but inside of combat because that one sentence allows you to stack its effects as long yeah, as yeah, I, I
0: want to say no to stacking but I can't uh, I... it's the way it's
1: written every time the psychic calls upon his inner strength the following bonuses apply it lasts 10 minutes you have five actions per round you can call upon it five times and just 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 sit there and drag a ball z power up you can do that plus 50 SDC. Who's not going to want that? You know, plus 10 versus poisons, toxins, plus 25 versus, versus coma and death. Who's not going to want that before going into a fight?
3: Uh, I want, it.
0: I, I'd laugh if you still failed the coma death roll.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be bad, but everything else is pretty self-explanatory. Now we get to the, to the sensitive sonic powers. We're not going to do astral projection because that's weird. We're going to do the classic uh, clairvoyance thing. Okay. All right. I'll, you could pertain to people or places thousand miles away, but you're only casting clairvoyance on yourself. Only you can see these faraway places. You have to describe it to other people. Enables you to, to feel glimpses or see the possible future. This is achieved through meditation or intense concentration, which clairvoyant thinks about a particular person, event, or place. Add plus 5% to the base skill if the person involved is a friend or loved one. Now, the reason I bring this up is because this skill is very dangerous. Number one, You should, as a player, never be allowed to roll the success or failure of this skill. If you are, your game master is doing it wrong. The game master rolls for success or failure and doesn't tell you, just tells you what you see. If you want to use clairvoyance on a certain person, what will happen to this person tomorrow? Then the game master will roll and tell you what you see. Not if you succeed or fail, they'll tell you, you're going to see something, Mm -hmm. but is it right? Don't know. But that's what you see. Well, if I mean, this
0: this last sentence here. Uh, what? I, I, I agree with the, what you said is an option, but it says a failed role means the psychic received no insight to the future despite the expense I know,
1: I know that, that's what I hate about this power, and I wanted to bring that up. Okay. I everyone, every game master I know rewrites that. Every game master who's ever who's ever game master palladium rewrites that because that is just ridiculous. This thing only costs four isp. If you immediately know if you're the, the if you look in the future and you don't see anything, that's the only way you fail. You're just going to spend four again until you make the roll. That's stupid. It's giving people basically you know a, a a guaranteed victory in seeing the future, which should never be right. The future should always be fluid, always be possible. So yes, that's awful. We can only often you can do it as often as twice a day. But the thing is, you should only be able to do it once and not be sure if that future will come to pass. I mean, that's Luke
0: out- Skywalker and Empire Strikes Back ability.
1: Yeah, basically, yes. And then we'll move on to Mind Block.
0: Mind Block, okay.
1: An- another great sensitive ability. Uh, costs four ISP per, uh, per duration. It's every 10 minutes. So you put up a mind block this is this, this is what it does for you.
0: Well 10 minutes per level of experience.
1: Per level of experience, excuse me. This is the ability to completely close or block oneself off from most psychic or mental emanations. When intentionally closed to supernatural or psychic forces, the character cannot sense anything, cannot use his psychic abilities, nor be psionically influenced by others. A mind block will prevent penetration of telepathy, empathy, hypnotic suggestion, induced nightmares, or empathic transfer. It can be invaluable in protective mask when dealing with malevolent psychic forces. It also adds a bonus of plus one to save versus all psionic and mental attacks that are not specifically blocked. So it gives you 100% protection against against many mind-altering nonsense and a bonus to other mind-altering nonsense. The only downside is you are now blocked from using psychic powers yourself.
0: It's not but, a one-way mirror.
1: Is that, Exactly, exactly. But when 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 you're facing some Cthulhu-esque nightmare with thousands of ISP, you probably just want to shut that crap down.
0: Just put the wall up. No, I'm a mind mage. I can take
1: them. Okay, dude. Have fun. Wait, first I have to measure you. How tall are you? I want to know how how big to make the casket. That's all. And then we get into uh, supersonic powers. And we're going to go to biomanipulation because this is the one that people love to get right away. Duration is 44 minutes. So biomanipulation is actually something like seven powers in one because you get to choose which facet of, of the evil eye that you inflict upon somebody. And it lasts for 44 minutes. Saving throw is standard, cost 10 ISP, not super expensive, but here's what you get. If you invoke blindness, temporarily knocks out the victim's optic nerves, rendering the person blind. They're minus nine to strike, parry, and dodge. That's for up to 16 minutes deafness same thing but with your ears mute can't talk have fun casting spells baby there you go pain oh my god you are in and it's not like ow 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 ow, ow oh, oh god my 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 leg is coming back from being asleep and i got pins and needles no every nerve in your body's on fire that's what this pain is for up to 16 minutes you're minus six to strike, parry, dodge, and you take one point of damage every minute you are affected. This is debilitating and possibly deadly. Paralysis. Guess what? Paralyzes them. Can't move. Completely, Completely incapacitated. incapacitated. They can take no action whatsoever. They can't move. Well, they could probably do psionic powers, but they can't physically move their body.
0: Why would you even do any of the other ones?
1: uh well pain makes a point i mean if you don't want to kill someone but but you want to get your point across that you're not to be trifled with pain is is the deal because any psychic power can be canceled by the psionic at any time their own power so you start pain for a minute and then you stop it and you say really Sh- do you want me not to pass answer again no you can go it's okay <laughs> oh good I'm, I'm glad you rethought your stance on this uh, stun. Uh, if, if you if you want to slow someone down, they forfeit one attack per round. Their speed is cut in half, and all combat bonuses are reduced by four. Tissue manipulation connecting nerve fibers which can cause a variety of effects by irritating nerve fibers the victim will suddenly feel itchy as if suddenly breaking out in a severe rash although endothermic okay that's the practical
0: joke side of this yeah one, basically though. the
1: victim be made to suddenly feel hot or cold while everyone feels fine all three conditions are more annoying or frightening than physically impairing in this case the victors are minus one to strike parry and dodge and minus one on initiative
0: now oh, that'd be great case, give them a fever like they got covid
1: exactly right yeah I mean, th- this one is more screwing with people than actually fighting or hurting someone. It's more like screwing with people. But I-, I wanted this power first because it is the most versatile of the supersonic powers. And there are a lot of ways just to win a fight. You just win. There's a- There's so many win conditions in that power. It's crazy. Next one we'll go to is the telekinesis. Where is it at? Because super, super telekinesis, I think it's called. The,
0: uh, where'd he get a gun? Oh, telekinesis
1: super. There it is.
0: Wait, wait, wait where'd this kid get a gun?
1: Uh, Probably hypnotize the guy to give
0: it to him. I don't know. It's plenty of They have guns in plenty of games?
1: Get the high tops.
0: Oh, yeah, fair. What world are we in?
1: <laughs> All right. Telekinesis super. There it is. Range 100 feet per level of experience. That means you can move things at 100 feet away per level of experience. ISP 10 to lift, move, hurl an object that weighs 100 pounds, and then plus 10 ISP per additional 100 pounds. So, if a per if a if a human wearing armor weighs 200 pounds, which is you know, actually we'll, we'll say weighs 250 pounds. The way this is written. Is it'll be 30 ISP to pick that guy up and throw him away. You don't have to fight him. You just throw him away. And he takes damage. 1D4 times 10 SDC per 100 pounds of weight. And it has a special note. 100 sdc equals one mega damage point this is not important in paladin fantasy this is important for crossover stuff but because this is a psychic power it is augmented by high levels of magic in the world if you go to rifts where the magic level is much higher you're going to start doing mega damage with this but you just pick up that guy and throw him against the wall 3d4 times 10 damage right there what's the average on that 7 10 11 11 times 10 110 damage you just did just by flicking your hand like that. I can take it. Yeah, you can take it. <laughs> most, most people can't. Most people just die. Power is basically the same as the ability described in physical category, normal telekinesis, except it has increased weight and range. The character can use telekinesis to manipulate as many as one object per level of experience as long as the combined weight does not exceed the total weight capacity. So, let's say there are three enemies coming at you, but they're not wearing armor. They just have swords or axes or whatever. Each one of them weighs 150 pounds. So you spend, let's see, uh, 45. You spend 50 ISP. Oh, 50, you, yeah. can, you can pick up all three and
0: throw them against the wall. And at what, what level can a, can a mind mage get this? First level.
1: Telekinetic force field is another big one. This one is uh, is a, an impenetrable, uh, in, invisible wall that is 30 SDC per level of experience that lasts for 10 minutes per level of experience and costs 30 ISP to erect. You can't move it, okay? If you make a wall, you can't move it, but it will last until it's beaten down or the or the timer runs out. The psychic can instantly erect a force field around himself or others in the blink of an eye. If the creation of the force field is to parry an attack, the psychic must roll successful parry to see if he was able to parry the attack with a force field. If if the parry was successful, meaning you equal to or greater than the attack roll, uh, the shield absorbs all the damage. First of all, it can be made that only encircles its creator or as large as a 10-foot area per level of of experience. It can be created up to 15 yards or meters away, but always within line of vision. The smallest force field possible covers a 3-foot area. Once the field is created, the psionic can, can create as many others as his ISP will allow. All must be in the character's line of vision. The force fields will remain in place until all of us STC is destroyed or the creator dispels it. If the psychic is rendered unconscious or killed, the force field will vanish. However, the psychic can leave the area and the force field will remain for the duration as long as they're still conscious. People may be able to move around inside the force field, but the force field itself cannot be moved. The field is actually an airtight force bubble. That's, that's a big one. For example. Yes. If you make the smallest force field possible, which is about one meter square. And something is breathing in there. How many minutes is it going to last? As a game master, I don't want to do the math on that. I don't need to, but there is a timer. There is a timer for the people inside. The good news is it protects against gas attacks. Mm-hmm. Bad news is, it'll kill you with carbon dioxide poisoning if you stay in there too long. So, there's that. But, and again, in a mega damage environment, it is uh, 25 uh, MDC per level of experience. Rather than 30 SDC. But these two abilities alone make the mind mage incredibly powerful.
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's not just those two. I mean, there are a bunch of them that. Uh, psionics.
1: Yes, but unlike Magic, which uh, at the higher end can do much more amazing things. Absolute miracles. It takes a lot of PPE, which can be gotten on certain times of year. But in the day-to-day struggle, in the day-to-day fight, a psionic trumps a mage almost every time. Yep, unless you're on a ley line nexus and then well it's a it's a coin flip at that point
0: point. and i'm being quiet because i have nothing else to add <laughs> so yeah, i that, do not i don't i don't next. like psionics so
1: i know i know that that is about it i mean uh like like i said uh psionics in most games are overpowered this game is no different but they have a little bit of give to the mages to the magic users out there who can, who can draw power from other living beings, can draw power through sacrifice, can draw power through ley lines and nexus points to vastly increase how much PPE energy they have available to cast wide-range, super-powerful spells that the psionic just can't do.
0: I got a couple of comments here. This one goes back a while. Uh, Mar Hawkman asked, uh, Can you build the PS... PS um...
1: Psychic Sensitive.
0: So, there you go. Uh, as, as I keep thinking size stalker, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can you, the psychic sensitive as a sniper?
1: Well, now, uh, psychics don't have as many skills as, uh, as men at arm OCCs, but I suppose, yes, you, you could, you could give them a bow or a crossbow or something like that and have them stay in the back to be useful in combat. That's entirely doable as, as long as no one breaks the front line they're they're safe and they are contributing to combat.
0: Oh, Dolly Pops here. Dolly Pop, wait for segment two. We're going to be talking about you. Back. <laughs> uh, it's a continuation of the Friday episode. Um, so uh uh, Indigo Dragon you know, says they don't when they can command
1: and possess others do all the work for them. That is uh that for the evil mind
0: mind mages, yes, that's what they do. Well, but mind mages it says in there you skip the fluff which is fine, but it does say in there that they're pretty much uh very selfish and very egotistical yes. and they lean towards anarchists and evil.
1: Well, it's true. The reason being is because power corrupts. Mm. And mind mages are definitely more powerful than out out of the gate more powerful than almost any other i would say more more powerful than any class in this game at level one and at level three they get another power jump mind wipe (laughs) mind mind wipe scy sword and mentally possess others three big no-nos you really got to (laughs) watch those powers but later on in levels the mage catches up with the ability to get uh, free PPE from people, from sacrifices, from ley lines and nexus points to create giant grand magic that even a mind mage could never do on his best day.
0: Sacrifices.
1: Mind block auto defense should be the first pick of a mind mage. Skip the basic mind block. I agree. If you are a mind mage, you should get mind block auto defense. Now, what this is, I didn't go over it because it's mind block that automatically comes up. If someone tries to mess with your mind, this will automatically activate as long as you have the ISP to spend. Your subconscious will activate a mind block for you and automatically parry the psychic attack. If someone's trying to hypnotize you, someone's trying to see your aura, someone's trying to do this, it will automatically go up and block that nonsense right away. The problem is now you have to bring that down to psionically respond. And a mind mage, most of the time, their only response is with a psionic power, but you can't use psionic powers with a mind block up.
0: So There's the rub. That sounds like it says no ISP cost in fantasy.
1: Oh, no ISP cost in fantasy for the auto defense? Really?
0: So Nerdy Ogre says, guns are possible and played in fantasy. They're rare, but given all the worlds are connected, I don't I do not do that whole connected thing. I get it. It's the Megaverse, but nope. Um, the skill is even in the skill oh, list, but that's for yeah, blunderbusses. and. special. No, oh, it says, okay. But uh, for Otherwise, me, the skill I'm list sure. is blunderbusses and arquebuses. but but I do get what you're saying. Yeah. Oh,
1: no. The cost is that the the when you get the power, mind block, auto defense, you have to sacrifice 14 ISP from your total. From your from your maximum ISP goes down by minus fourteen. When you select oh, so pilot. it's like
0: Earth on blood magic, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, just Great. you don't have to redo it a year in a day.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, psionics does have a place, and it is different than magic. Psionics is more useful every day, ninety percent of the time. Magic has the has the grand. Uh, uh, you know uh reality altering powers at the high end that can be done by a single person in the right time at the right place
0: so how would you limit how do I don't say limit how would you encourage people to at least have a balance between playing mages and uh psychics or i to say give them an advantage or to limit i don't want to change the game but like how would, how would you make it that eh, let's not have an entire party of psychics and warriors
1: Okay. Um, the the best way to do that is to decrease the distance between ley lines. That's easy enough. Now, Does that make mages overpowered
0: compared to men of arms?
1: Psychics do get bonuses when around ley lines, but mages get better bonuses. They're more powerful. So if you have more ley lines, a mage will be more uh, seductive to a, a power gamer because he's going to be double strength, double range, double damage more of the time.
0: But does that make a man of arms useless?
1: No, it doesn't. It definitely does not. Because uh, a, a man at arms uh has has the ability to just uh bust through most things. Whereas magic magic and psychics have to be tricky, they have to be thoughtful. A uh, a berserker, uh, a paladin, a knight just just punches through. And a lot of times especially in a fantasy setting that's what you need. You need someone in front tanking the damage, busting through the lines. And a mage and a psychic should be a support role. Now, a mind mage can go in the front line as well. He has that power, but he's going to run out of ISP before the man at arms runs out of runs out of uh, energy, runs out of uh, PE. You know, gets fatigued because all of his big big time front times uh, line powers like uh, psi sword, psi shield super telekinesis stuff like that that takes a lot of isp they're going to run out pretty quick especially at low levels whereas the warrior is still going to have gas in his tank so most psychics and most mages are support characters support for the non-psychics and the non-mages who can stay in the fight for longer
0: i got you and and for the groups that i typically play in, that wouldn't be a big deal because we don't just you know, there've been some exceptions, but at least ones that I run, we don't play with a lot of. Oh my God, I got to be the most powerful thing out there. So you know, yeah, no. we had. Um. So here's what I think we're gonna do next week. Next week, I think we're just gonna finish up with all of the OCCs and general general book concepts that we haven't uh, haven't gone over yet that we we skipped. Let's put it that way that we skipped. I think we have two weeks left. Let me look at yeah, the index. We can
1: do cleric, rogue, and. And something else, men,
0: men at arms and so yeah, forth, men at
1: uh, arms, uh, clerical classes and rogue classes, because you know we, we want we want to touch on those.
0: Yeah, uh, and then let's see here. Uh oh, uh, 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 come on, scroll. There we go. So yeah, we want to definitely want to hit clear I don't really want to talk about the cleric of darkness. Not that I don't think that it's important, but uh, it's
1: just that it's not it's not for a PC. It's not for a player character.
0: I played one, but yeah, no, I. But but it's we'll really talk not. about what the whole you know priest is the warrior monk druid we'll just cover them kind of quickly yeah we got to men of arms probably talk about the paladin a little bit because i think palladium does a really really good job with the paladin okay um and i I mean whichever one we can talk whichever ones we want is there anything else in here we'll look over the optional occs again uh just to identify in pursuit of magic elemental magic blah 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 Palladium world
1: occs for me aren't that big a deal i'm
0: not Mm. no but we'll we'll just let people know that they're there i'm not saying we yeah. go through them through them. and then yeah because so i think we end there we'll just talk about the occs and then the last week we're gonna do a very very quick overview and by quick i mean it might be two hours but if you think of how much it takes up in the book <laughs> overview mm-hmm. of the world demons devils um, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much the rest of you know the player races Ooh. maybe we'll do player races next week too what do you think about that
1: if we have time, I mean, to to go over those special OCCs, even for a yeah, well, bit. Well,
0: no, no, we're we're not going to go into them deep. We'll just say, hey, look, you can be a merchant. What are they, merchant? Uh, and Sat quickly, what they what they do? I forget. We'll just talk about what they can do. Uh, we don't we don't have to go or read it word for word.
1: I know, but we so, have to touch on the the, the paladin and at least yes. one of the priest classes a little more.
0: Oh yeah, 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 and and I would say probably two man of arms and two priests, and then the rest we just go over in a because I think. Either the Druid or the Monk. I don't care which one. But, uh, yeah, uh, so th- then then I think we can talk with the races. Just, gen- again, we don't have to read it word for word. We just talk about yeah. it, generally speaking. This is what trolls are. This is what ogres are. This that's is fun. what's in the that's world. Fun. And then the week, a- uh, that'll be next week, and then the week after, we'll finish up with the general timeline, what goes on in Palladium Fantasy, and uh, you know talk about some devils and demons. And so that's two weeks left of Palladium Fantasy, and then we're going to jump into... Hold on. Uh, stall him. Stall him for me. I can't because I didn't I didn't save it. Na, 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 na. Never mind. I didn't save it as a, I didn't All export right. it, so I can't show nothing, it. Uh, but name here, name but name Heroes Unlimited uh, will be after this one. So starting three weeks, will be Heroes Unlimited. Okay, and it'll be second edition. And I don't have second edition. I have first edition revised. So I think I have second edition. Yeah, you have second edition. Yeah, at least in PDF. Yes. <laughs> in book form too ask me how I know. Uh, yeah. I do like the revised cover better than the second okay. edition cover, but uh but yeah, we'll be doing second edition because it is the current version of the game. so there we go. thanks for putting up the subscribe thingy and uh yeah, so there we go. Let us know what you think about uh the uh, what are we talk the psychic classes I mean, am I wrong uh, do I, I, to not like them <laughs> like I just
1: well, to not uh, like' them, of course, you know you're not wrong it's it's your opinion. But if if someone wants to make an argument that they're not overpowered compared to magic, there's there's not much of a leg to stand on on that one. Generally they are more powerful than than mages, except in certain circumstances. And those circumstances don't happen a lot.
0: (laughs) She knows her place.
1: (laughs) See, I didn't I purposely did not touch that with a 10-foot pole. That is a trap.
0: I know. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, uh for watching that. Be sure to, and this is that's just segment one. uh Let's let's throw our links back up there real quickly. You can pause it to see where you. There's that's where you can watch all of our videos, or donate to us, and that's where you can talk to us, or buy our merch. Yay! And of course, hashtag RP. All
1: right, cool. I'm going to go. You, you're going to go to the.
0: No, I'm going to stretch my back.
1: Stretch your back. Okay, I'll be back. Yeah. In a
0: and uh, I probably should grab another water at some point here, but I'll wait till he comes back. Uh, I don't mind the line mage and 1E, but psychics, two accurate mirror rifts, yeah. I, I did, somebody said it, maybe it was you, Violence, uh, but uh, somebody said it uh, during one of the streams, one of the many streams, is that uh, Palladium Fantasy has just picked up too much of rifts, and I think I agree with you. Now, I'm not saying I don't like everything in 2nd Edition, and I'm not saying that 1st Edition is better. I know you are, but uh, there are definitely some things about 1st Edition that I like better. But, uh, yeah, I definitely see the riffsification. That's a word now. Riffsification. Everybody write that down. uh, Of uh, Palladium Fantasy. And I can't say that I necessarily like it. Um, I'm pretty sure that when we played, we played 2nd Edition, but don't quote me on that. it's been, it's been a while. Well, Kevin, Kevin Sullivan, you missed all segment one. Well, guess what? It will be up for you to view on Thursday because I do the segment ones on Thursday and the segment twos on Tuesday. That's backward. Eh. Eh. If you're a member, you can watch the entire stream after I get it annotated, usually later on tonight. Yeah, um, if you're a member. If you, but you have to be a member for that Got talk about you. members just in case you weren't here at the beginning the members only giveaway is going to be friday i don't want to say it's during because it's technically a separate thing but yeah. think of it as during the friday night chill stream next week it'll be a prelude to the friday night chill stream next week so probably start at seven or eight and uh, we'll we'll do the giveaway of four four twenty five dollar gift cards and one hardcover book of rift's 30th anniversary edition uh we'll do like an ama we'll you know we'll chat with you i don't know if heathen dog's gonna be there or not i know you got plans friday well, night no, usually
1: beginning so so i i can be there for the members only thing definitely
0: okay cool yeah then then cool. we'll do like a little ama yeah. uh for, for about a half hour hour uh it'll be it'll cap off at an hour for sure even if heathen dog's in mid-sentence click uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um but we're gonna do it then so, stay Hang tuned on. to our Discord. Uh-huh.
1: While, while, while you go and get something to drink, I'm going to talk about the, the the riftification, which I heard you talk about while I was in the, on the. You know, okay, on the
0: let, let me just finish this up and uh, just, uh, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Okay, anyway, Friday. Yep. And I'll be back.
1: All right. Uh, you are correct. I, I see it too. In, in second edition, they want to make it more in line with their more popular game, which is Rifts. So, yes, that definitely uh, the rift creep got in here. Uh, the way I combat that is I don't allow mind mages at all in Palladium fantasy. They're not a they're not a class. They're not. Or if they are, they're only for the big bad at the end of the adventure. That's it. You know, magic is just not strong enough in that time to, you know, support someone like a mind mage. That's what I do. what is not a class the the my mage uh Cyanic character class pcc <laughs> rift creep is much easier to say yeah yeah i mean I, it's, it's kind of like savage land creep you know where savage lands is creeping into a bunch of other systems like infecting them toe e my mage is op yes that's why i took that's why in my games i take it out i don't have it as a possibility because it's it's too much too early You know, the other psychics, uh, the, the healer or, and, and the sensitive get power slowly throughout time or one per level, you know, and I think even one of them has access to, uh, to the supersonics at some point, but the mind melter getting all that stuff at level one, that's just, that's just bananas. And they have so much ISP in the beginning and they, and they regenerate it so quickly that. It's it's too much for starting characters. Can't do it. Now, if you're starting a campaign or you're doing a one-shot and you have pre-generated characters and are all level like eight or 10, well, then you can throw in a Mind Mage as one of the characters. That's fine. You know, because everyone's at a high enough level to where they, they can compete. But at first level, no other first level character can actually compete unless they can outlast the Mind Mage. And with his giant amount of ISP in the beginning, comparatively, I doubt that'll happen. No, the, the ME requirement, uh, most psionic character classes do not have an ME requirement. And if we look at the mind mage, I did not look, I, I didn't look to see if it had a, had a requirement that was on me, but the other two we looked at had no requirement whatsoever. The mind mage got to scroll up through all the powers, which is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. I'll have of-
0: to watch what you said later. I'm actually interested in your comments on that.
1: Again, a mind mage, attribute requirements none. However, a high IQ and ME are strongly suggested. Still none. Still none. So there is no minimum requirement for a psionic character. That means if you have an, an ME of 4 and an IQ of 4 or 3, you can still be a mind mage.
0: Don't be a good one, but
1: no, you're not but you don't have to be a good one to be effective because you're 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 going to be, you know.
0: Yeah, how many of those powers are ME I mean other than the the ISP portion of it? How many of those powers are actually dependent upon your ME?
1: None. None. It it's all depends on the saving throw of the person you're attacking. So it doesn't matter. Yep. So there you go. And the, the the whole thing is that uh if you have an IQ and an ME of three, you're you're gonna be all rain manned out. No one no one's gonna think you're a threat at all. And you're gonna lash out indiscriminately with this giant amount of power and just turn people like blow up their brains like scanners, and then you know everyone's all in a panic because you know, rain man just blew everything up. Oh, there you go. You like and subscribe and share for the scanners explosion. <laughs> there you go
0: right so uh, did uh, did you explain what you needed to explain yeah, are right. we ready for segment two yes we are dolly pop leaves just as we're about to talk about her <laughs> could be why so um could be why i don't think she's afraid of us talking about her <laughs> now um we're gonna, we're gonna probably have two segments we'll see how long this first one takes we're gonna probably have two segments for segment two two parts whatever you want to call it uh so let me first put uh All right, today for segment two, at least the first part of it, we're going to talk about meta gaming, 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 gaming. And we're going to talk about player knowledge versus character knowledge. Um, and let me give you a little background of this while I put the disclaimer up. So, the background of this is uh, on Friday, we we're talking about some, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I know at one point in there, I talked about how in most of the games that I play, and now we're specifically talking about Dungeons and Dragons, you know, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, TSR Dungeons and Dragons, okay? Um, And in almost every game I've been in, we don't tell the uh, armor class of the creature. We just, you have to figure it out. Um, And Aaron the Pedantic uh, said that uh, he he doesn't like that. I'm paraphrasing, but uh, he doesn't like that because he doesn't think it provides any benefit to the game i completely disagree with but uh, but that's a personal thing i'm not saying that that it doesn't provide any benefit to him i'm say, uh, saying i disagree that it doesn't provide any benefit at all in fact i think it does provide benefit but uh, yeah, I, we'll get wait. to that later
1: no we're, we're getting that right now
0: Okay, well, uh, well, let me let me just finish up by saying right. it segued into a whole thing about metagaming and character knowledge. So we'll 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 stop there so that heathen dog can okay. can uh, get on there. But we talked way more about metagaming right. and character knowledge than we did about the armor class thing. So
1: now, uh, again, if you if you have uh, been at this channel for a long time, you know how I feel about player agency. We <laughs> shouldn't have it.
0: I think that was mentioned also on, on the stream. Yeah, like uh, Heathen yeah, Dog needs to come up in here and... Uh...
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, see, uh, when if, if you give the players free reign, you're just letting the inmates run the asylum. It's stupid. Don't ever do it. Number one. But to trick them into critical thinking, not telling the armor class of their opponents can be key in doing so. For example, they see... Uh, a bunch of uh, goblins, but these goblins have armor and shiny weapons. These aren't scrounger goblins. What? These are different. These have a leader, a powerful one. You haven't seen him yet, but you start fighting these guys. You don't know their armor class. You got to try to attack them to see how tough their armor is, how how strong their shields are, you know, how how sharp their blades are. And after a couple of hits, if the characters are paying attention, they're going to get within one or two of the actual armor class of their enemy. Now, what this does is it makes the characters stay in critical thinking mode at the beginning of combat. This makes them make smarter decisions. Whether to run, whether to stay, whether to fall back and try a a standard Hannibal pincer maneuver, whatever it keeps them critically thinking and player characters as a group. If they're not critically thinking, they're easily dying to something stupid or getting themselves in a situation where if they stood back just for a second and thought about it, they would have come to the easy conclusion of no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So not telling them armor class forces them to stay thinking. And I like that. It bleeds over into the rest of the game, makes them feel more accomplished because they're noticing more things. They're they're getting tactics that that can work. They're doing all this stuff. It makes everyone feel better. It makes the game run smoother, and it keeps everyone happy,
0: including Let me, the game um... master
1: who loves to see his characters critically thinking about the things that they're they're, they're doing and possibly doing. That's great.
0: So, so, so let me ask you. Uh, let me play devil's advocate, only because you know I agree. Generally speaking, with that, you know, um, the the com- I don't want to call the complaints, but the the normal counters to that are a couple. And the first one is, well, it's stupid because within like three attacks, you're going to know what the armor class is anyway. The se- the second, somebody rolls a nine and misses, somebody rolls a ten and hits, you know what the armor class is. You know, you know. Um, so, how do you respond to that? What do you mean? Well, how, how do you respond to the person that says it's dumb not to tell them right away because they're going to figure it out that quickly anyway?
1: Yeah, but the thing is, though, they're have, they have to figure it out, which means they have to stay thinking and, until they think they got the answer. As long as you keep your characters thinking, they can come up with good ideas. If they're not thinking, just like in chat, if you're playing a fighter, Kevin Sullivan says, if you're playing a fighter type, you're not evaluating your opponent constantly, you're playing an idiot. Yes. It helps, the play, it helps the players not play an idiot because after a while, especially you've seen this in Earthon, you get a powerful enough warrior class out there. You're doing the Whopper, Whopper with cheese. Every single combat, you're just doing cookie cutter nonsense. But if you don't know the relative strength and weakness of your enemy right off the bat, you're not going to commit to a full-on assault until you get more information. Or if you do, you're stupid. Intelligence is key. You spend the first couple of rounds gauging your opponent like a real fight. Then you know where you stand. If you commit too early and the opponent ends up being too strong, you may not be able to pull out.
0: Always pull out, guys. Always pull out. (laughs) All right. Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i got a reaction um so so uh yeah, that that's that's the main argument so what happened with that discussion was well we were talking about that and uh, we started talking about like player knowledge and, and the example i used just because it was easy to stay on it's really easy we started talking about trolls and uh by the way i have some comments starred that we'll get back to later um but uh and what it came down to is how, where does the metagaming start? So one of the, I, I don't know if it came up specifically for the AC thing, but uh, when we were talking about that, we're like, well, I mean, it's, it's, I guess you could say it's metagaming to say, okay, it's got an armor class of four. What are you going to do? When maybe it's changed? Like Heathen Dog said, maybe you come up to that goblin that's got more. Now there's an easy for the goblin example. That's pretty easy. Huh? I'm not used to them wearing armor and having shields. This was probably going to be a little bit harder to hit. Got it. Makes sense. But now you come across a troll, and typically speaking, trolls are vulnerable to fire and acid, right? Sure. Um, do does the player character, by virtue of reading the monster manual and knowing this and playing this game for thirty years, does the does the player uh, uh, express that through the character? And and Aaron's concept was it's stupid to try to take again a paraphrasing. Uh, it's stupid to try to uh, ha- make a player pretend like he doesn't know something. Now, my my thing is that's bad role-playing then, but yeah. fine. I mean, maybe you play differently. This, the second part to that is this is also why I change stuff up. And my second part to this to make sure I get it out, I think Dolly Pop said something to the effect of, well, then why why do you have a problem with uh, Dwarf Wizards and Strixhaven if you're okay with changing up trolls? And I'm going to let Heathen Dog tackle both those uh, those first before okay. I do since I already expressed my opinions on Friday.
1: Okay so the, the the whole thing about uh, uh, having player player knowledge leaking into character knowledge is always a bad thing, especially if your character is low level or just starting off. This character, depending on where he grew up, what circumstances he was in, would not have knowledge about certain monsters because of virtue they're not where he grew up. they're not where he lived if if the The player character was born and raised in a frontier town that had goblins and ogres, you know, on the periphery all the time as as a threat in the background, he would have general knowledge of goblins and ogres and whatever, because he would hear people talking about them. All, all of the fighters in the village would would have direct knowledge and he would hear that growing up. Just like, even if you are not a fisherman, if you grew up in a fishing village, you know how to fish. Because but everyone around you knows how to fish. It's fish general stories. knowledge. General knowledge where you grew up. If you grew up in the safety of a city where the, the where the where the city guards are their own thing and they're high up on the towers and they don't mingle with the people because they're not, you know, part of the everyday life of the city, you are not going to know the strengths and weaknesses of various threats outside of the city. You're just not. You're not going to have the general knowledge base necessary. So your character would not know that a troll is vulnerable to acid or fire, unless you grew up in a village where trolls were around in the forest, your father was some kind of troll hunter, <laughs> or you, or or your or uh, you or your friends or or whatever were on a caravan one time that was that was attacked by trolls. And so you have personal experience with trolls, unless any of these things are in your backstory. Uh-oh. You're not going to immediately know. It's a backstory weak to fire or acid, but in games like palladium, you can get around this in many of these OCCs in the OCC related or the secondary skill area. You may have seen lore sections, skills called lore each one is different. You can have a lore on a specific monster. You can have a lore about a country. You can have a lore about a specific general region of a continent. If you have any of these skills, let's say general, general lore of a region of a continent, and there are trolls in that region, you would not have in-depth knowledge of troll, uh, metabolic rates and gestation periods and how many times a year they procreate. You wouldn't have specific knowledge like that, but you would have general knowledge of their basic habits, strengths, and weaknesses. If you have lore troll, you would have both general and specific knowledge about trolls. You would know how long it takes for them to to gestate young. You would know uh, how their society hierarchy works. You would know all of these specific things. So
0: I got a whole ton start of these off- things
1: starred. <laughs> yeah, you can start off at first level as a as a OCC or a PCC having a lore that gives your character the ability to know the strengths or weaknesses of a monster they come up against, depending on the lore they have. So that's how a low level character gets knowledge before experience. You get the lore skill. Many other games have skills that are similar. I'm just using Palladium as an example because we're talking about Palladium this year.
0: So Max is reading the comments and starring a bunch of them to come back to later. That's all. All right. Well, no,
1: that's all I got. So you can start going through the comments.
0: Um. All right. So let me scroll back because I actually want to read some of the ones that aren't starred as well. So let me. OK, I think I started there. So Kevin Sullivan says, um, I do my best not to use player knowledge because it can ruin the game for other players. Yeah, I, I mentioned that on Friday too. One, a pet peeve of mine, if you want to find a quick way of getting kicked out of my games is to continually go, no, Heathen Dog, use your fire spell because they, they do- it's
1: more efficient they, or effective and yeah. has a greater DPS or whatever. Dude, shut up.
0: First of all, I'm playing a warrior. I wouldn't know about his fire spell. No. Well, We're just players at a table. You're playing badly. I don't care how you play, but I will tell you you're playing badly then. <laughs> like, like you do you at your table, but uh, yeah, don't don't jump in and tell other players how to play the play the character unless the player is absolutely brand new and ask for the help. And I am a little more for well, actually, I'm a bit more forgiving when it comes to brand new players. But yeah, outside uh, yeah, that, no. Um, let's see. Wayne Barack says in um in many old school games, and how I was introduced AD&D, the players barely rolled anything for themselves. DMs did all the rolling, and all info was expressed through story action telling. Yeah, I don't like that method. That is a way I-
1: to go. That is a way to go. I like to keep uh, like if you're going AD&D Second Edition with proficiencies which is which is the the, the first time that the quote-unquote skill mechanic was put in well it was, it was before they
0: they had it in first edition yeah, but they you had had, to it, have... they
1: had it but with the with the proficiencies it's you know now you're rolling stuff and yeah. you have to you know succeed uh on unless it is a special skill like earlier i talked about clairvoyance i would not allow them to know the role because you know knowing the future futures fluid stuff like that but if they're rolling to make a fire, if they're rolling their wilderness survival to make a fire, I'd let them roll. They they know if they fail or not. A fire because the lit. fire didn't start. Yeah, yeah fire didn't start. Yeah, there you go. Now, some people would even say, no, I'm not going to let them roll their cooking because they they they, they could fail, un- undercook their fish and everyone gets sick. No, dude, I'm not going to do that. That's just mean. No. Cooking skill, I'll allow them to roll that too. Many skills. Allow them to roll it. Only the special ones, mm-hmm. where the outcome is not immediately clear. Pickpocket's a really,
0: really big one. Yeah. That I that uh, that, I I that I roll secretly. What's that? Pickpocket.
1: Pickpocket. Yeah. You don't know if your pickpocketing skill worked or not unless you get away without them noticing.
0: Right, and, you, and that's you, that noticing part, which is yeah, the. And
1: then you won't know until you until the moment you roll, whether you make it or not. But. The person could let it go and follow you later. If you know you failed, and the person doesn't react, you know he knows that I know. It's, it becomes like Dune, right? Like like wheels upon wheels and crap like that. No, the game master rolls pickpocket. The victim, if you failed, realizes you're pickpocketing him, but decides to let you think you succeeded, so he can follow you. Especially if he's a later. plant. Yeah. Yeah. Follow you later back to your lair, and then maybe even take all the stuff you've pickpocketed from everyone that day, or just beat you, beat your ass, and and everyone around <laughs> you like like uh, like Oliver Twist and his gang. Just kill all <laughs> Oliver Twist and his gang, and take all your stuff. That could happen too.
0: So, so crafty here plays the word play thing. Uh, the thing is, we're specifically talking about player versus character knowledge. It doesn't have to go in either or. That's the thing about a versus; they're both versus each other. It doesn't matter what order it's in. Um, uh, but, but I get what he's saying that that uh, you know you could have a fighter that would know better, but the player is an idiot. You know that that could happen. Yeah, it could. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. So, shouldn't adventure classes have base creature? Lore? No,
1: no, no uh especially man-at-arms classes or fighter classes on unless they were trained in a standing army with a certain creature in the area they would not be trained on specific fighting specific creatures they would not they would not have a general monster lore
0: now the the caveat that i give to that is the caveat that apparently didn't get expressed well enough on friday uh, which is yes. If there are goblins in the area, you're gonna know goblins are sneaky and that you have to look out for traps and other little weirdness that goblins do. But and I'm gonna get into what I do later and why I say no to this hardcore. Uh, but uh, no, if if you're not encountering, you know, again, I'm gonna stick with the troll thing because that's what came up on Friday. If you're not encountering trolls constantly, or if trolls aren't in the area, doesn't matter how many rumors are out there, and I'm gonna talk about the rumor thing later, or how, how much knowledge is out there. Your first level. First level, you're stupid. You don't have to like it. You're stupid at first level. Not you can't, stupid, you,
1: inexperienced.
0: Inexperienced. You're ignorant.
1: Ignorant. Ignorant. There you go. Ignorant is not is is not a bad word. It just means you are not knowledgeable in some area. And in this in this area, you you're right out of your first level. You're you're right out of wizard training or or basic training for the for for your for your fighter class, or or you're fresh out of the seminary. You've devoted your entire life to uh, to advancing your craft to the point where you are now leveled in it. Good for you. The problem is you had to sacrifice some things, and that's a lot of general knowledge, especially general knowledge not common in your area. So oh, it's- you're not going to know.
0: So maybe a wandering traveler uh, told tales in his hometown once when he's a kid, he remembered it. Are those yeah. tales real? See, the thing is that I'm, I'm reading chat, so I know it's to come. That word no. Get rid of that word no. That's the problem. No, you don't know. You may think. You may have rumors. You may have idea. Until yeah. you experience it, you don't know. That's the that's the catchphrase word. What,
1: what if that wandering traveler was just lying to make the story sound cooler? So or was lucky.
0: Like, oh yeah, we killed we killed the troll by cutting off its head, or or you know, cutting off you know four of its arms. It has four arms. What the hell? Uh, you know, you, you don't know. These
1: are that's, yeah, these are stories. Stories can be made up.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, all this makes sense for low level PCs, right? That's what we're talking about. By the that's time they reach level four or five, nope, four or five. Well, well uh,
1: no, no, no. four or five. You're going to have you're going to have general knowledge of all the monsters in your immediate area. Because you probably adventured around your immediate sure. area. So you're going yeah. to know if if trolls are in the area, you're going to know about trolls. If goblins are in the area, you're going to know about goblins. If ogres are in the area, you're going to know about ogres. If 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 there is a, a crusty old mausoleum that has undead in it, you're going to know about skeletons. You're going to know about ghosts. You're going to know about this stuff because you're fourth, fifth level and you've traveled in the area. Now you've you experienced it. General area knowledge.
0: Yep. Right? And then and the main thing at this point is you've experienced it, but by, sure. by fourth and fifth level, and this I'm going to get into a little bit later, you're also going to know how to research. Cause yes. if you haven't, you probably didn't make it to fourth or fifth level. Uh, so it's kind of like saying, I know nothing about London because I've never been there. You don't know anything about London because you've never been there. You have exactly. assumptions about London. Yes. I yes. lived in Germany for 10 years. I didn't know anything about Germany before I went there. I probably still don't know a lot about Germany. Uh, you know it's like uh, uh, uh,
1: i got this mm -hmm. one uh dolly uh the the whole thing about this is the only reason that you know about london is because of the current era technology that we live in you researched it and you know they've researched it for you and you have the results of that research you you went online you you talked to people who who traveled by aeroplane the the eight hours you know across an ocean to another continent to have knowledge of an area that in in a fantasy campaign you would have absolutely no idea about anything that you heard about, about this, this place that's across an ocean away is going to be hearsay and speculation and rumor. Yep. Unless you do the research yourself. And that segues well into what Max is going to say now that you don't need direct knowledge. You just need direct access to those who had direct knowledge.
0: Oh, I'm waiting on that because I've got my notes. I got two <laughs> note cards here. Um, would one of the defining differences between adventure class, settler class be their creature lore? No, because an adventurer class could just be a soldier who's only spent time at the city gates shooting down bandits and, and uh, the enemy kingdom. Yeah. And I'm and, not and saying and, it can't, or, I'm saying it isn't a default.
1: Right, right. And your average settler probably can't read in a fantasy setting. All he knows how to do is, is build a fire, build a house, raise cattle, till land he doesn't know about trolls
0: <laughs> silly max yeah, doesn't yeah. think uh so, wait, so it's 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 uh it's weird to me that a character knowledge is something built in the system people like playing characters that don't know things yes yeah. it's part of the exploration yes it is yes. uh I, and again when i when i go into like how i do things uh hopefully it makes a little more sense. <laughs> My opinion is expressed here, not necessarily the opinions of the other <laughs> pedantic citizens in the car. Hi, Aaron. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, your is- Yeah, actually, I I liked. Uh, I- the thing is, is we don't have to agree. That's that's the funny thing, and that's what happened on Friday that was actually making me angry. It wasn't the, anything that we were discussing other than people... I, maybe I didn't express myself. Well, we're taking it like I'm saying this is the only way to play and everybody else is stupid and you should never do this. No, I'm saying in my type of game and for low-level characters... Um, Yeah, I mean... I okay, anyway. um, uh, Wait, so... what did I say? What did I say? I said if goblins are in the area then you
1: have general knowledge growing up in that area that goblins are sneaky like i said the same way that a kid who grows up in a fishing village even though he's not a fisherman can fish because he learned it from his uncle he learned it from his brother he learned it just from being growing up in a fishing village if you grow up in a village that's next to say goblins you're going to grow up with general knowledge of goblins as part of your backstory. And if that's part of your backstory, then you have it. Awesome. That's great. You're not going to have the lore, which is specific knowledge mm-hmm. about goblins. And but you're,
0: gonna, you're, you're gonna gonna going to think everything fight. could be a trap. Or right. I'm not saying, I shouldn't say going to, almost, but you 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 may think that, oh, there's a pit trap. Oh no, there's a trees going to fall on us. Oh, it's going to be like the, the Ewoks. Boom, and I'm crushed. You know, you, you might overthink it. Yeah, Uh, which is very possible actually
1: come across them but you've heard about them then you're you may underreact you may overreact you don't know but if you if you have the general knowledge in your backstory then that's different if you take the lore it's assured you're going to have this uh, this ability
0: i'm going to keep this one up on the screen long enough for people to read it then i'm going to put up another one up there because they're both related to what the answer that i'm going to give is Hopefully that was long enough if not pause it. Okay. Not in the middle ages. Number no. 1. Not in there a fantasy
1: is- setting. In a fantasy <laughs> setting like like D&D, like, like like a Palladium fantasy, there is no there is no uh knowledge that that spans uh countries, regions or even sometimes towns. So there, there there is no great great uh, library of congress that everyone can access from their phone you have local knowledge and that's it because travel is hard it's dangerous people don't do it
0: otherwise You're everybody would be adventurers
1: so many because it was a hard trek now you can do it in a couple of days cuz of the highways and the infrastructure that people before you put up but before that was there you had caravans and the pony express and that was it and that took months or years of travel and most people died because you had no idea what was there because people don't come back because the trip is hard so adventuring is not
0: something everybody can do in fact most people don't because they like to live
1: even now (laughs) even in this day and age most people i know in the u.s i'm not sure about about europe but most people in the u.s live within 50 miles of where they were born
0: Europe travels a lot more than the United States. Europe does.
1: travels a lot more. Yes. Because their their countries are smaller and packed closer together. I get it. I get it. But in the, US, and, they, and
0: they're mandated like time off you. So what right, else are right. you going to do?
1: But most people live within 50 miles of where they were born or, or if they don't know where they're born, where they grew up. That's just so, what people are. They stay close to what's familiar. And in an age where telecommunications is not a thing where long distance travel is not so easy where where uh general knowledge can, cannot be passed with a couple of, of keystrokes you don't have any idea of what's going on 50 100 200 miles away from you it's a it's a complete black black box of unknown dragons be there as far as you know
0: all right so the d- d- uh, so i want to go back uh not specifically and then the infantryman the infantryman who comes out of basic training and ait doesn't know shit Okay, as somebody who was in the military, and you know I wasn't in the Army, but you, you know how to fire your rifle, you know how to kill a person. Now, now, uh, as, as somebody posted in uh, on the Friday stream, coming out of basic training, you don't know how to kill a T-72. Now, if you, what's, what's that? A tank. Y- right. You don't know, how to, not everybody knows how to pick, I was in the Air Force. I don't know how to pick up a, a Stinger missile launcher to try to shoot down a tra- uh, plane. Ooh, I know they exist. on it the cops had them oh that's great if the stingers have it on then th- that could help the point is is no you don't know how to kill everything That is it's just not the way it works and if you do you have lots of rumor like oh uh i mean even Jane, like anybody who reads jane's just so you know jane's information isn't 100 correct it's the best information that they've got which is actually really damn good but uh there's still some things that's classified and the united states used to do it specifically to watch russia and laugh in the 70s and 80s, we'd be like, oh, this new weapon system can go five miles. And they'd put all their stuff 5.1 miles away and be like, you would actually go seven. You know, uh, uh, like, so no, you don't know everything. It's ridiculous to think that you do. Uh, and I'm and, and sorry, but a basic training, no, you you have to learn, you have to practice more. And how many times have you seen it? It's a little different in the most modern version of the military, but I can tell you this from my grandparents that were in World War II and my parents that were in uh, Vietnam and relatives that were in Vietnam. They would go to baby's basic training. They'd get all the training. And the second that they landed, this happened to me in a location. Forget everything you learned. It's bullshit.
1: Because the the reason that is, is because you were trained for general combat. You were trained how to use your weapon in a way that kills the enemy. But in this location, in, in, in this job, or in, in this section of the world, you have to do it differently because this is specific knowledge. It's more effective. So you do have to do it in a different way. Uh, the, uh, there was a thing with a grenade uh, in Indigo, Indigo Dragon says uh, he's seen enough Stargate SG-1 to know that grenades blow shit up. Yes, you do. And uh, Army and, and Marines are trained in how to use grenades.
0: Okay. This is for the non-military people. How much spacing should there be between me and Heathen Dog to uh, get one of us to survive if a grenade's thrown at my feet? Oh God, I somebody, in the somebody in the military is going to actually put put the answer on there. It may have changed since I was in, too, but uh, uh,
1: Isn't it around 15? No, 7,000. Come on, 7,000 meters, you ass. Baldehar. We're not even in the same combat at that point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... The thing is, is, uh, but th- that's, but that's basic information. Everybody would know that. No,
1: everyone, I only know, know it, it. And I,
0: I learned it. Know that. Well, why do I know it? I was in the air force. We didn't, uh, 20 to 40. No, that's not the answer. That's not the spacing. Say <laughs> see people have information that they're not exactly sure about. It's six meters spacing in between individuals.
1: Now, if, if it lands at his feet and I'm six meters away, I'm still going to get hurt. But it's not going to be a highly Theoretically,
0: attempt. it should be survivable it for it should be
1: survivable unless I get unlucky and some of that shrapnel just goes into my brain pan.
0: You're not gonna have enough, you're not gonna have enough time. But I'm saying when you're marching or when you're walking in formation, it's a six meter spacing. At least it was when I went through all my training, six meter spacing, because if a grenade lands there, it'll probably kill you, but the two people around you have a much higher survivability rate.
1: Especially yeah, spot- if you can get down on the ground.
0: Yes. Um, so anyway, that, that's the thing. So now, now all of a sudden here, like not everybody knew that. Yeah. Did you, did you not when there are rumors? I mean, we had 7,000, of course, I know he was messing around. We had 20 to 40, we had five, we had, you know, th- that's the thing. All of those are rumors until that thing hits and you see the blast radius and you know that critical I mean, yeah, hit comes
1: experience in. To back that up. Now, uh, experience is a real thing. I mean, I, I, in, in my year of, of training for my job in the air force, I was across the street from Marine barracks twice a year they would have accidental uh rifle uh discharges (laughs) (laughs) twice a year at least they were trained in their rifle they were trained methodically how to clean it how to do it safely but they're fresh out and they're inexperienced
0: one of my friends saw it happen during the the first gulf war the cleaning rod went through his buddy
1: (laughs) yeah and and they screw up experience trumps knowledge every time especially so, in a fantasy setting
0: i'm gonna let you take this one first for dnd to work has to be played with a bit of meta knowledge for the game to function or else the game makes no sense i, I disagree but
1: i yeah I, I disagree as well i mean uh, uh the only thing that has to happen is your game master has to properly explain explain the framework of the world that you're in and you will have enough knowledge to move forward that's all you need
0: uh Oh, love a fuck, Max. You boil it down to semantics. No, you're boiling. You're you're bringing it down to semantics. You're acting like I'm saying that because you, you don't know, or characters don't know that they can't know anything, and nobody in the world knows anything. That's not what it is. And I haven't even gone into why it's specific to my. I think I'm going to do that now before I hit other comments because I see that bar has gone way up, and I'm there's a ton of comments. I'll let Heathen Dog look at comments for a little bit. um But uh, so first of all, I run specifically run off the far, what's known as off the farm campaigns. You're zero to hero. Literally zero. As I said on Friday, my last warlock in a 5th edition game, as a player in a 5th edition game, was a literal off-the-farm character. His brother was going to die in a fire. He said, oh no, or whatever the hell happened to, to make him go, uh, have something come in and go snicker, snicker, snicker. I can help you save him. And I was like, yes, let's do it. I was running around with the pitchfork. That was my actual weapon. The, we rated it to a trident. It was a pitchfork. That is how I run my games. I run them as off the farm. If you're a first level wizard, that means you have been spending your entire time with your, nose in your book and you came out of there going magic missile. Oh, oh,
3: oh. I
0: did it. I'm so proud. Right. I'm done for the day guys. I'm done for the day. Woo. No, no, I got a dagger. I got a dagger. I got a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Actually at, at first level, you're about as good as the fighter, yeah, you know, other than, fighter or, other than the strength bonus. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so yeah. Um, and 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 take that into consideration. A wizard who doesn't train with that stuff is as good as a fighter at first level. Uh, again, if you talk in second edition, you can put in weapon proficiencies and or, or specializations, blah blah blah. But like, no, you are you are not running out there. You're, you're even if you did basic training, soldiery. Even if you trained for the gladiator, why why are you not being a gladiator then? Why are you out adventuring? Should you be in the pits fighting fighting far as way from Rome as possible because you are not good enough to be in Rome yet? Um, so uh like uh, I already said some of this stuff. veterans often tell you to forget what you've learned. um remember an a d and d first level character is the age of fifteen plus one d four. You're not a forty year veteran. you're between the ages of sixteen and nineteen. and while in the middle ages that's actually adult and landowner age, you're not an expert in the world. you think you are you're not um and yeah, it, oh as I said on Friday a lot. In the real world, people believed in gnomes, but not in elephants. Gnomes were real; elephants were not. It's all about the rumor. It's all about the research. It's all about, huh? Let's go check it out for ourselves. It's not that they're stupid. Uh, d- don't take this as being stupid. It means they don't know.
1: Yeah, they're, they're ignorant. That's not a bad thing. I mean, un- unless your your father was a was a large scale merchant. You are not going to have knowledge of several areas of the continent you live in just because you've never been and you've never met anyone who has been because all travel is harder. People don't do it.
0: Now, what about the whole concept of like, but shouldn't somebody know something? Shouldn't, shouldn't somebody like, shouldn't a druid know something of, yeah, a first level druid's going to know about animals and plants. He's going to know what berries not to eat and,
1: and plants, you know, what's safe to eat, what's not, you know. All that stuff, high, uh you know, lunar, lunar cycles, star alignments. The druid's gonna know all that crap. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, it's second edition AD&D, up
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: In, in what, what heathen dog and I play in second edition AD&D. Here are some ways to get around that to actually know something. If you're a priest, a wizard, or a rogue, you can have ancient history. So why would ancient history? important because some of those rumors might be a little bit more factual or you'd be able to read through the lines another thing to understand is people don't write like they do today they don't have the internet the internet back then was fable it was metaphoric writing talk to any historian about what's that or or song or or oral traditions and so forth beowulf is not a reenactment (laughs) Hercules is not a reenactment. Even the history of kings and queens of Ur and Syria and Mesopotamia and so forth, those are not historically accurate. Historians all the time have to read through the lines. Methuselah did not live a thousand years, people. <laughs> okay? Uh, you, ha- you have to read through the lines. And that's where those lo- that lore tradition comes in. And you have three groupings of classes. Notice the one that's not in there. And it's the one people are always arguing for no where you have to be a rogue a wizard or a priest for that to, to get that or it costs double but hey you also have local history local history for the priest and the rogue why not the wizard because he's too busy with his book and the for his nose in the books or he has to spend double the proficiency slots for it and these are just generic non-weapon proficiencies you can take as a character if you want to be able to do that. Oh, huh, starts making these proficiencies a little more meaningful now, doesn't it? And then you have the bard. The bard has legend lore. That's the entire point of it. Well, also that, magic weapons, blah, 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 but legend lore. You can pierce through those legends because bards are historians to, to actually start to understand what is the reality of this. So, go, going back on the troll thing before I get to my... Se- oh. <laughs> I get my note down here. I played a thief one time that called all undead vampires until he met him. I don't think Heathen Dog was in that one, but I think Cheris was. Yeah, because I don't think I played AD&D Second Edition with you. I think I uh, think we started off with Earth or Palladium, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, but I think Cheris was in that one. I played a thief that called all undead vampires, and he was fourth, fifth level. I did. I'd never met an undead before. That's called role playing. Do I expect you to do that? Not necessarily. But uh, once we met him. Uh, you know, of course, they got the party all riled up. So, be, oh my god, guys, I came back. Vampires, there's freaking vampires over there. Be, Wait, what? What? Stop. Time out. Hold on. We're only fifth level. Beta gaming. Uh, you know, no, they were just zombies and skeletons. But All Undead was a vampire. It added some fun. Do you have to do that? No. If you don't want to do it, don't. Um, let's see. Like I said, I run off the farm campaigns. I guess I did go through all this. Uh, off the farm campaigns. Uh, it talked about ages. Talked about, yeah. I mean, there's, I I, can't, I don't want to beat this dead horse down, but uh, there are many reasons as to why characters wouldn't specifically know rumors, possibly. But remember, also remember, as I said on Friday, when I run my games, you are you do not have knowledge of this stuff because you're not out there. You were raised in a protected area. You might be prisoners. You might be uh, yeah, do the the Elder Scrolls thing. You might be shipwrecked. You might, uh, you might actually now be overrun by green monsters that have just come through. And WTF are these things? And people are screaming, "Orcs, orcs, orcs!" Well, I guess that's an orc. So yes, in that case, you'd probably know that orcs are savages and they club you with, uh, uh, with, with, uh, uh, tree limbs or whatnot. yeah, tree limbs and, and, and wood with the, uh, clubs with nails in them. Would you know about an orc shaman though, witch doctor? Maybe. Maybe not. There's no automatic knowledge. And now let's go back to the whole troll thing. This is why I changed the meta of the game. Because players will go like, oh, use fire on that troll. And I'll be like, hee hee hee. Because fire isn't going to bother that troll. I have changed it to something else. And that's not being a dick to the players. That is changing the meta of of the monster because they're monsters. Who knows how it evolved? Why, why is it, uh, why is it immune to, well, come uh, on, come on. What?
1: It just sounds like you're, you're just, uh, you know, going against player knowledge. You're just, you're just trying oh. to defeat the player knowledge. I do, I do. With, what it sounds like.
0: Well, I don't care what it sounds like. Okay. All right. I, like I, 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 this is supposed to be a challenge. And even if it was just to go against the players, first of all, I have a bunch of different types of trolls. It go, it's like the whole concept of what ravenloft did with uh, how do you defeat certain undead you know not every vampire drinks blood some drink eye juice some drink spinal tap fluid some drink uh, uh, you know just do other nasty things it's absolutely okay to change that up how does the player character know the difference between a troll and an ogre because believe me if you live on the edge of farms and there's an ogre there you're not living on the edge of farms anymore uh you know, it, you know it, it's- what
1: an ogre looks like
0: and you know what an ogre looks like, but but you're not always going to know. So maybe everything that you thought was a troll is actually an ogre. People mistake. I, I ran with a game master one time who everything was a dragon to society. They were dinosaurs, and I don't like dinosaurs in games, but that's fine. That's that's a personal opinion on that. There, but every dragon was either a dragon or a dinosaur. Either way, we were messed up. <laughs> you know. So, but everything, li- everything big and lizard-like was considered a, a, a dragon. I thought that was a neat trope, even if I don't like dinosaurs in the game. So no, you're not automatically going to know. You're going to have rumors, and maybe you hear the rumor about the about the big, uh, you know, two headed monster with four arms that uh, that uh, 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 shies away from rivers all the time. That uh, as soon as you throw water at it, oh no, it it runs away or something. What is it? Well, it's a troll, is it? Or is it an ettin? A four armed ettin? Is it a mongrelman? You know, that, that's make it interesting for the players and for the characters and my chat didn't scroll a single time but i saw it over there scrolling all over the place so what are, what are people yelling at me about now
1: oh they're just talking about uh mutations in nature why why can't there be some in fantasy as well yeah uh, and of course the the uh, old sparkly vampire thing came up don't don't give that any gas but what was that don't give that any gas
0: which part? Which part? Don't give what you.
1: vampires do not put that up on the screen.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
1: Um, let's see. Uh Violence is heading out. Sorry. Uh, Dolly Pop says historians don't know anything; they only study things they didn't live it. That is true. That is true.
0: But she's trying uh, to use that. No, she's trying to use that against me. As a, as I know, a,
1: I know. But uh, historians did all of the study work, all the research, so you didn't have to. Now, did they come to the absolute right conclusion? Maybe, maybe not.
0: This is bullshit. This is what you should be doing. This is a bullshit comment right here. No, you don't tell the players you're doing that. They should come in with no expectations. And if they come in with those expectations, great. Their lore was wrong. I completely disagree with this.
1: unless they Unless their characters have met the creature before or research knowledge beforehand, trying to find out what's in the area, they should know the absolute strengths and weaknesses of, of creatures they'd ever met. They shouldn't. At all.
0: Sorry, these, I, I, I've missed a lot of comments here. Who said, oh, a weird guy, I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying that I think that's a, that's a bullshit comment because it's a, it's a fantasy game. Things happen in fantasy. Wizards play around with crap that they're not supposed to and they make dumb monsters. Like uh, I talked about Friday about when I had a, a fire-breathing wolf. You think it's a wolf and that goes whoosh. Like, well how no, it's a hellhound. Uh, well, sort of. It wasn't quite a hellhound, but yeah, you know. Um uh, let's see. Any anything else? Or should we go? Uh any uh, I'll let you finish up because I said what I needed to say about the off-the-farm games. And, and actually no, one one last thing. If you don't play off the farm, if you play a more of a, a hero to superhero type game, and I'm not saying Dunstrag is fifth edition, in any any setting game, whatever, then maybe this is different for you. Or maybe you just play in a more homogenized world where all of this is, uh, I shouldn't say homogenized. You play in a more, uh, a, a more intellectual world where all of this is centered and people talk about it and heralds give it. I don't have libraries in every city. You can't even buy magic items or potions in my world. That's not, no. I'm not just going to like, nobody keeps a magic potion laying around. That's weird. No, you go to the edge of town and talk to the alchemist, and the reason he has to be at the edge of town is because the people don't want him blowing up the city when he accidentally screws it up, and you know he's going to.
1: It's like it's like cooking meth. Yes, <laughs> that that's All right. yes. All right, now where I uh, Max and I part ways, uh, changing uh, major uh, advantages and disadvantages of, of of monsters. At all. I don't, I don't like to do that. Now, if you want to go one or two hit die higher or lower, uh, 20 hit points, more or less armor class up a couple, down a couple thaco up a down, up, a couple, down a couple. That's fine. That's fine. That is, you know, this is just a really lucky troll or, or a very experienced ogre that you're facing, or he is brand new, you know, just, just made it, just made a man. And this is his first combat. So he's going to be a little weaker. That's fine. Uh, changing major advantages and disadvantages of creatures i don't i don't i don't get around but uh, players who have not done the work by either researching buying the skill or having personal experience will not know the major advantages and disadvantages of creatures they face unless they've seen them before unless they've faced them before and have experienced it they would not know at all And if, and if they pretend to know, I'm going to hit them in XP. They're only going to get half XP for that encounter because they use knowledge they wouldn't have. Their characters would not have acted in that way in any logical, in any logical fashion unless they had God knowledge, which is player knowledge.
0: So, um, uh, you you made me think of one last thing that because uh, uh, because you kind of said that the, the creatures are still going to make sense by either the location or the lore, and they're going to have a way of studying, you know, or 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 getting the information. You know, uh, the, maybe that same alchemist that you get the that the uh, your fire breathing potion from. They'll say, "Oh, you plan on doing this of the uh, Troll of Meclenor? Well, he can't be killed by fire. People have tried. All the skulls that you will find out there, no." On him, you have to freeze him. And then once he's frozen, and only when he's fully frozen, you must shatter his skull because it will grow back if you sever it off. Now, how much of that is true? Who knows? But I'm not gonna dick you over so much to make that entirely false. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but, uh, yeah, you, for,
1: for example, hang on. For example, if you if you are in a new area, the people you want to talk to are is the uh, is the guardsman. If there is if there is a fortified city, the herbalist. And the Alchemist. The guardsman, because they will face threats all the time. They will have direct experience with monsters. The Herbalist, because they have to go foraging in the forest. They're going to know the local area and the monsters that inhabit it. And the Alchemist, because the Alchemist in most games have to use body parts of of monsters (laughs) in their stuff. So they're going to have direct knowledge of these monsters and what killed them. Because they're going to ask, "Oh my God, this is an ogre. How'd you kill it? I did this, this, and this. Okay, now I want its eyes. I want its teeth, and I'll give you, you know, twenty gold. Okay, great, thanks. You know, so so they are going to have direct or or indirect knowledge that is, uh, I don't want to say perfect, but that is knowledgeable. That has that has some basis in fact. Is it going to be pristine knowledge, perfect knowledge? No, probably not. But it's going to be much better than rumor,
0: and it it will be enough. For you to combat the, the, the creature. it enough
1: for you to have a plan. Uh,
0: you know, you, again, you just reminded me of something else. I was talking on Friday about how I'll pull something out of the Vasin book. If somebody doesn't like that I changed up a troll or whatever, I'll pull a monster out of the Vasin book and now call that a troll in my D&D game. Why? Because I can. The Dungeon Master. But I, I completely forgot that I actually used to use the Palladium book for monsters because i loved some of the creatures in the palladium book and how they worked, and i just converted them to dungeons and dragons so you can know all you want about a hydra or a bogeyman or what a bogeyman from palladium dude you got to look at that um yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's so uh yeah i, I don't want to i do want to so i think the problem is the difference between whether you're gonna have a party of only baby characters or if any character will be the crazy alchemist who's seen some shit now again the, heathen dog does, does the experience. right
1: that's higher level yes yeah that 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 is a by definition seen some shit is higher level so you have a bunch of one through fours and and you got one alchemist who's level 10 he's like oh no got that troll fire fire and that and you listen to that guy because he's freaking out he's he's becoming apoplectic of fear and he's saying fire is the only way to do it fire 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 and you better get some torches but you are probably not going to have a character in your party that is greatly overleveled than everybody else.
0: I've I done mean, it, but I didn't think the players theme, a lesson for something the
1: else is usually only plus two. Yeah. So there's that.
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it with this before we go into our second topic. Do we have time for Yeah, we do. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: See, see, I have no, practical experience with pigs. I have, I have no friends or in anyone in my peer group that has practical experience with pigs. I don't know how to attract a pig, repel a pig. I don't know, uh, what the vulnerable spots in a pig are, except what the vulnerable spots are in most creatures with head, you know, (laughs) know, stuff like that. But so, so, uh, I won't, I won't know What makes a pig angry? What will make a pig just run me down? Have you ever
0: thrown a body down in front of a pig to see if it'll eat it? No. Neither have I. So, I mean, I I hear the stories. That may be true. I'll try it once and I hope it works when I'm trying to dispose of my my (laughs) body. But Yeah. but, uh, But, uh,
1: (laughs) yeah, so I don't have any direct knowledge of that. Anything I have, unless I research it by people who written statements by people who have had direct knowledge, or I go out seeking people with direct knowledge and pick their brain, all of my knowledge is going to be shaky.
0: Um, I, I hope you're not talking about me. I hope this is a sarcastic comment because it's not an ego trip to cha- uh, to change monsters.
1: I I am against it. I'm against it in in the in the what I believe significant way that that you said it. I'm against it.
0: You can be against whatever you want. It's it's part of the game. No, no, <laughs> like, I'm
1: distancing myself from you.
0: Okay, distance, but it's I'm part of the game. Distance. It's absolutely part of the game. Change those monsters. Change them all. As well. (laughs) Well, If you want people metagaming all the time? You do it. I like to have interesting creatures. Again, that make sense. You're not gonna have. uh, Let's just say, keep saying troll because we've been doing that. You're not or a vampire. You're not gonna have a vampire uh, living in Baba Yaga's hut at the edge of a a, a, at the edge of a lagoon that's flowing. You know, or you know, in the in the evening sun. No, right, exactly. Yeah uh is it,
1: Sun, sorry
0: but uh, you know a, a troll that's that's hurt by fire isn't going to be living next to lava
1: no
0: <laughs> you know so it things are going to make sense but change them up in fact earth dawn drink uh has in in the uh, uh the gut the game master's guide has this thick section on what's called masks and what a mask is, is that let's say you have a wolf, but want to give it a special power or something like that flame breath that I talked about. You just say, oh, can breathe fire. That's worth another hundred legend points and does these things. Boom. You know, it's it's that simple. You're meant to do this stuff. You're meant to create your own worlds in your own, your own ecologies. Oh, uh, wait. Oh. Well, i prefer i prefer them to be green mushroom men but hey your orcs may vary <laughs> uh, all right let's uh let's move on yeah so this one this one i, I, I thought the last one's gonna be a little quicker too but uh, this one uh let's see here and for the second part of segment two we're gonna ask a question is dungeons and dragons a game is Dungeons and Dragons a hobby? Is Dungeons and Dragons a community? And uh we're going we're going to answer. I spell those right? Community. Yeah, okay. Uh we're going we're going to see. Let me put up the disclaimer for segment 2 again. Um and, and and this is a weird thing. It's like it's one of the things I keep seeing come up in the OSR. All right, uh, you know, I was yelled at on on a stream for calling it TTRPG, not RPG. We came first. Look, asshole. Billion dollar industry beats our, you know, what, $100 million industry? So uh yeah, or a multi-billion dollar industry. You know what the computer nerds can have RPG. I don't care. Yes, we came first. Yes, those games are based on role-playing games. I don't, I don't care. It's like we get hung up on these little words like, oh we're not we're we're not TTRPG. We're only RPG. Well guess what? When I'm talking to somebody and I say RPG, they're thinking computer game. <laughs> it you know, doesn't matter if you like it or not. So Heathen Dog is um is Dungeons and Dragons a game? Yes. I don't even care about definitions. To you, it's a game. Yes. Why is it a game?
1: Because it has rules. It's imaginary, and there and uh, there is a way to lose. So it's a game. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, should I banhammer her now? Why? Because it's getting weird.
0: No, so, she's okay. fine. Uh, <laughs>
1: my my hammer's getting itchy. I,
0: I that he, see that's you know he distanced himself from me with with what he's saying. For I distanced myself from that because I don't like banning people. It took forever to ban the one person that. Oh, it's uh, just
1: a, it's just a little smack on the nose timeout.
0: Oh yeah, you're just a t- that's not a ban. That is a time, yeah. See semantics. No. Um, <laughs> So Uh, yeah, no. Dungeons and Dragons obviously is a game. It is a pastime. It's something that, you know, that people sit down and enjoy. Uh, It doesn't necessarily have to have competition, but it does kind of have competition. Uh, I actually looked up the definition of the word game and uh, it meets three of the definitions. I found a set of rules governing a game. By the way, don't use the same word that you're defining. Come on, Merriam-Webster. You know that you're Merriam-Webster. You came up with that rule probably. Um but anyway the, the the set of rules uh, governing a game. Yeah, that's what Dungeons Dragons is. Actively engaged in for diversion or amusement. That's uh, that's how I do it. Escapism not representation, right? And I'm usually generally amused by it.
1: Um, unless you're Tom Hanks in a sewer, you can agree with that.
0: <laughs> there you go. And uh, the equipment for a game, the book itself.
1: Yeah, book, dice, pencil, paper, uh, everything. Yeah. Okay. so, so to, for- every game has to have pieces.
0: Yep. All right, so I, we both agree. What does chat say? Does chat say it's a game? Uh, let's, uh, oh, so chat go, well, one person answered.
1: Oh, Dolly Pop says game and a hobby. We're not there yet. Getting ahead. Yeah,
0: we're not. My God, slow down. <laughs> Michael says this is a game or hobby. Yes.
1: Not there yet, Michael. Calm
0: <laughs> down. Tabletop role playing game. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's in the title. Yeah.
0: Well, that's I don't it. know. People use words wrong now and they oh, get poo-pooed no, by yeah. other YouTubers.
1: If someone says we're going on a trip on an airplane and it ends up being a sub, I'm having to talk to this person because this person doesn't know how to define things.
0: So yeah. Oh, did we, Yeah, that's fair. You know, you did ask. Uh yeah, you play the game, collect and read for the for the hobby and interact I, with the community. The okay. Next okay, Let's Okay. Is it a hobby?
1: That depends sometimes.
0: Depends on
1: It depends on if you actually collect the books or, or just enough to play the game. Like for, for example, I, I can play checkers. I do not collect books on checkers tactics. I don't study checkers. I don't study the, uh, the lore behind checkers, uh, the, the community around checkers. I don't do any of that. So for me, checkers cannot be a hobby, just a game a tabletop role-playing game has many books associated with it. Many outside third-party sources talking about it. If you collect all of these things and all of this knowledge, then I would say, yes, it is also a hobby.
0: I don't even think you have to go that far with it. I think it's still a hobby, whether it's your hobby or not, it might not okay. be your hobby, but it is still a hobby.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but, but I, but I do get what you're saying. So um, the definition of hobby a pursuit outside one's regular occupation engaged in especially for relaxation i i, I would say that, that can now, also
1: be a game yes
0: so here's the really stupid pedantic semantic part of this is dungeons and dragons is dungeons and dragons itself a hobby no it is a game but playing dungeons and dragons is a hobby because when you play it, that is a pursuit outside one's regular occupation engaged in especially for relaxation. I hope it's for relaxation. So, I, I'm going to say, if you say that Dungeons & Dragons is your hobby, you're right, because you're talking about playing it. Thoughts?
1: I have a, as, you, as I just said, I have a more strict definition of the demarcation between game and hobby, but I see where you're coming from.
0: But I mean that is the, I I read the I understand, from, I, understand. Okay. I understand.
1: Okay. Like I said, mine is stricter, but I see where you're coming sure. from.
0: Sure. Yeah, and uh, again, I am doing this because these weird OSR people get stuck on exactly what what the term is supposed to mean and so forth and uh. Yeah. yeah but all yeah, of yes. Us
1: here, it's a hobby. Yes, <laughs> all of us here right now, look around left and right, we're all we're all hobbyists of the TTRPG genre. That's By
0: the yeah. way, Everybody uh go subscribe to the basic expert. Do it after you watch us and tell him Leech to Myth sent you. Shh, don't tell him I said that though. Um Basic Expert has a really good channel. I, I only get to watch like one third of his videos because of my time and you know, but still, uh I think everybody should go check him out. So and of course, actually I forgot Dolly Pop has her own channel. You can check out Dolly Pop as well. You know, anybody who can who can argue with me and continue to argue with me without like choking her husband deserves to have a follow. <laughs> so uh but All uh right, yeah the okay the last one is community is dungeons and dragons a community
1: for the most part
0: no why or why not
1: okay a community of people uh to me uh is is a, a large group of people getting together having having common uh common knowledge common uh common experience to bond them moving forward as a group. The problem with the tabletop role-playing game scene is that every every game is played differently a little bit at every table. Not everyone has the common experience. The only common experience is that you never have the same experience twice.
0: Oh, damn it! Somebody already gave the answer in chat. Shh. Shh okay.
1: Don't spill it. <laughs> no, I I don't believe that that a gaming a single gaming table can be called a community. I don't believe that. But I I play with eight players and one game master. Well, that's a large table, but it's not a community. It's a group. A small group. A community is a large group. Now, it can be a community. It can be. I understand that some people say it is, but you have to be much more invested in the idea of it than, say, a game or a hobby. You have to invest much more of your time to become part of a community. You have to gather much more knowledge to be part of a community. you got to want it more. So for most people, it stops at hobby. For some people, it goes on to a grander community type thing, especially for creators or for critics or for a, uh, uh uh game game enthusiasts who who uh who are also uh game masters at conventions stuff like that they're going to have a broader base of study a broader base of general knowledge and experience and that they are going to have a say in in how 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 their specific games or games in general develop because they are part of a community that actually uh, when, when, you, when one person turns left, it, you know, if, if it's the right person, you can change the course of a river, you know, they can do all that stuff. If you are part of a community, you can make big changes, but most people are not, let alone in games in life. Most people are not part of their larger community unless you're in a small town, then you probably are, but in, in, in a large city, uh, be, be, being part of a, being part of the community is un, unless you're in civil service, you're probably not. So I'm gonna go with mostly not community okay on this answer.
0: I'm gonna say mostly not also, but I disagree with Heathen dog on the group aspect. Your table is a community by the definition of the word community. it's a community is a group <laughs> Like that's the uh, I'm not gonna read all these definitions, but uh a unified body of individuals such as the uh, the people with common interests living in a particular area that's okay, that's living uh where'd it go? Um, a group linked by a common policy. You're linked by the by the nature of the game that you're playing at that table. It's it's a weak definition. I'm not saying that that's the strongest out there, but the thing is, is I would say it just if I have to say that D D is a community, which I don't, then I would say your group is the community. But I don't even I like heathen dog. Even though the definition there yeah, says yeah, it I, is, I, I don't like know, it. When I
1: think community. I think grander than just yeah. your table. Sure, you know, you know, more, more experience than just your small group has added together. That's what can form that. That's what can form a, a, a community, uh, knowledge base. I need more people.
0: It was tough shotter. It was tough. We got through it though. <laughs> um but to, but i mean generally speaking no i don't think it's a community because i think communities get along and and have agreement and there's too much disagreement uh in how and i don't mean like things like we were talking about before uh, about metagaming i'm talking like 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 just how the companies versus the players and dungeons and dragons versus Palladium. there might be a palladium community of of sorts i guess and there might be uh you know an osr might be considered a community i wouldn't i don't i don't want to get pedantic about the definitions but uh, the reason i did is because i know somebody's going to so if you want to use the definition given in merriam-webster because that's the default for americans cambridge for canada and i think oxford for uk if i remember correctly um uh that's fine go look up your own definitions but Generally speaking, we know it's a game. It's already just part of it. I would say yes, it's a hobby by playing it. That is a hobby. And is there a community? My community is my community is you guys. But that's not a Dungeons and Dragons community. This is an RPG community. But we're not even a community because we disagree. We do our different things. I don't know. Like that's why I think I think community is thrown around too much. Uh, was it uh, Dollypop? Somebody.
1: Yeah, no, she just said right here that, that communities get along. Well, then you've never been in a small town. No, that's not it.
0: There it is. I I definitely lived in a small town. A couple of them. It's yeah, no, and, no, no, uh, no. The, they the have thing they about have.
1: Sim- towns is when when the when the fit hits the shan. They they lose all of their rivalries and they protect the town. Right. That, also, that is a community coming together for for a common cause using using a, a, a the myriad of knowledge gathered amongst its many members to complete a task or or to or to accomplish a feat that is that that to me is is a community now in 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 times where there's where there's no strife or 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 no you know actual enemy then individualism will probably rule the day just like dolly pop says but in in times of strife a community especially a small one will band together the larger the community the less cohesive the community is that that's why you see so much uh so much uh thought diversity in the tabletop role-playing game community that that's, that's how, you know, uh, SJWs and, and OSRs can both, you know, breed themselves out of the general community because it's so large. There's so many diverse voices. No one, no one, uh, has the ability to gather up all the different factions under one umbrella and another hit against the idea of it being a community, because, because if you're part of a community, the basic tenet is for that community to survive. And the way the TTRPG scene is going right now, it's basically
0: tearing itself apart. So and and I, I, and, I can, and, and little it. tinier communities called groups at the table. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I agree with Heathen Dog on on that. Uh, the, the the other part about community I wanted to mention is like cities, like I, I the small town I lived in, we had two, we had more than this, but generally we had two communities: South Hill, North Hill like <laughs> that, that those were the communities and we hated those south hillers and they hated us north hillers there are a couple others that lived outside but, but you get what i'm saying like you just kind of band together uh, around some sort of something even my neighbor who i didn't like i would still consider part of the community because we shared the same resources we shared the same uh life experiences, uh, life experiences and so forth yeah but does that does that filter into a game i don't think so I, I I don't. I mean, some somebody else might uh, you know disagree with that. That's fine. But I I don't think that there's a D and D community. I don't think that there's a D and D or a tabletop RPG community. Even though I have used the word a lot. Why? Because people understand it. I don't have to agree with it in order yeah. to use it a hundred percent of the time. People understand what we mean. Dollypop,
1: <laughs> you didn't have to say this is a joke. We we've spoken to you. We've heard you speak.
0: We're we still going to correct
1: stupid. you. You <laughs> know you're not stupid. So this is easily, yes, not a joke. But that's why they made the word cult. So there you go.
0: I, Jonestown was a community.
1: <laughs> Socialism at its finest. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah. Um, anyways, was it, uh, was it the basic expert said? Basic expert had one on here as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Now let's talk about family. No, No, we're not going to talk about family.
4: <laughs>
0: f, is for uh, family, people. f is for family hey that's a good show i like Bilber. um yeah, you, you but uh, you know it's funny though is uh, like almost everything that he does on the show i'm like that's exactly how i grew up <laughs> oh
1: so, yeah a uh, community is a tv show i don't know what the f you're all talking about <laughs> I, I get it i get it now and and uh, i almost brought that up because uh community uh and on, on the tv show had a dual meaning It was the small community of the group interacting with the large community of the school. That's what the show was about. Mm -hmm. Differing sizes of communities. I disagree with the small group idea that this is a community. It's still just a group, part of a community, which was the college.
0: It's funny because that's what you said was the exact definition right here. A group of people with a common characteristic or interest living together within a larger society. That's a group? No, that's a community
1: but I, I, I think of the larger society as the community.
0: But I'm saying that is, that's the okay, definition right. by Miriam. Williams. And I'm not, I, I'm not trying I, to correct I, you because I understand how you're using it. And that it goes back to a video we did a while ago about context matters. These pedantic, Oh, this is a definition must be the right on only way to use it. That is the way to use it. When you're writing a novel, remember people have colloquial speech. We say things that make sense to our group. When somebody says, you know, look, I just had this conversation with somebody uh, two weeks ago. It's like, oh, uh, what are your hobbies? <sighs> I play Dungeons and Dragons. Even though, you know, the reason I'm shaking my head is because I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. I play other games, but it's what everybody knows. And I'm not going to be like, no, you have to understand what I'm talking about. Even No, I don't.
1: Because then people just tune you out. They're like, okay, yes. nope, turn this volume down. No, he's got nothing important to say. He's an ass.
0: Right right you know now somebody's like oh i do too i was say okay well then then let me tell you i don't play dnd i play these other games or i play old school dnd or or whatever you know then you can then you can clarify but usually you just get the oh <laughs> yeah I've heard of weirdos you do, know do,
1: do do we get the quarters
0: go. <laughs> yeah, who gets them
1: <laughs> yeah i mean if you're just adding quarters in a jar for you i don't care but if you're adding them for me what how do i win
0: <laughs> all right I think we end segment two. What do yeah. you think? I think we beat that that down. Uh, uh, ultimate, I think. Generally speaking, might be ready for another quarter. A pedantic difference, but yeah. but I think generally speaking, we agree it is a game. By playing it, you 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 have a hobby. It's not a community.
1: You and I, yes. Okay. Yes.
0: That's that's fine. And and family. It, 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 shut up with that like, family business.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of like Sue Buttons, you know one button is always one button is sometimes one button is never that that's us always a game sometimes a hobby never a community that that's how you and i think of it yeah but other people maybe you know have other ideas and that's fine except you're wrong but it's fine
0: except it's not i was a member of rpga also but i didn't join any of the paths or adventures or whatever okay segment three is when you guys get to come and join us so let's get the banner up for segment three. I I keep forgetting to leave a little space between segment two and segment three. So when I highlight this later, that's out. Finding that sweet spot sucks. There it is. There you go. Hey, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Remember, YouTube hates our stance and everything. So sharing is caring, and it makes my well our lives a lot better. Um. Again, one last time for people who uh, who weren't here at the beginning. We've already done the major parts of the giveaway. All three weeks of the giveaway has been taken care of. All that's been handled. Everybody's been mailed and so forth. There's one little outstanding thing, but whatever. Um, if you want to join the members only giveaway, what that means is a hardcover, the 30th anniversary edition of the Rifts book, and four $25 gift cards are going to be given away. Same rules as before. I'm not shipping that hardcover to Kanatistan or to uh, you know to uh, Alaska and Hawaii if you're conus united states or apo FPO, it could be you and the four gift cards can go to anybody that's allowed to have a gift card don't care um then you're gonna want to be a member of uh this channel uh of uh, of the youtube channel that, that yes that means paying and on friday we're going to do the giveaway do you have to be there for the giveaway no because i found out how to download and make a little thingy and so forth so be sure to uh, check that out. And yes, for you Twitch weirdos who are crying, <laughs> yes, we're gonna have one of the giveaways will also include Twitch people. Doesn't mean a Twitch person's gonna win, but uh, yeah, uh, but that's gonna be it's gonna be privated, So you have to be a member to even watch. So, and we'll do an AMA and whatever else, and that'll be before the Friday chill stream, which I will once again make public as normal. So there we go. All right, Where's my stuff. You want to get the link out while I get the stuff up. If you want to join us, you need to be a follower, subscriber, please be pithy. One topic or anecdote, I think we're getting really good about kicking people out after. <laughs> and uh, watch the language. Don't go there. Um. Yeah. If I get me kicked off of YouTube, that's one thing. If you get me kicked off of YouTube, I have some of your addresses now. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> then, so don't do it. But uh, you can click on that link and you can join us to talk about psionics in the Palladium RPG which was segment 1 or to talk about are we a uh, a game a hobby or a community or is Dungeons Dragons or really any game to be honest with you uh, or what was the other topic or metagaming player
1: knowledge over character knowledge
0: yeah Meta- player knowledge versus character knowledge metagaming talk about any of those topics if you want to come in and then uh, then we'll wrap up the show and call it a day
1: Share says what about what about people on locals man You've been, you've been pushing Locals for a long time, and they get nothing. Well, I
0: have out. one person on Locals who's also yeah. a member on YouTube now, so.
1: Well, okay, well, then I I guess, you know, in the larger argument, there could be something to say, but since you're the same person, no.
0: And and, and to be fair, uh, that, that person, I could easily type in that person's name because I kind of know who it is. <laughs> All right, what, what do you got going on, Omen? How
5: you doing? Okay, Uh-oh. so when you talk about
7: character knowledge, I've yes. always thought that that's one of those things that both the players need to do it. And the other thing is, is part of adventuring is the fun of learning these weird and new things. And, right. and yeah, I understand about trolls, but even if a troll isn't, you know, hey, it only stops regeneration. Yeah, but a torch does what? 1d4 points of damage? I mean, you're beating it down for forever if you're trying to just burn it. In that case, I sure. understand fireball. But, um, you know, there, there are other systems I thought that did really well. And I like having incorrect information. I don't know if you ever played the Iron Kingdoms role-playing game.
0: Part of further. it, never played it.
7: Well, their monster nomicon was really good. That the monsters would have uh, like a DC check as you went through for like rumors. So the higher that you oh. got, a higher check, the more information you got. So like at the that's beginning, awesome. It, I liked that. It I liked it too. It's like oh, it's a seven. It tells you this, and then as you get higher and higher, and like if you get at the really high levels it can tell you, no, no, the stuff that you learned at the lower DC is wrong. And I thought that that was really cool and interesting in how they how they do that. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing, uh, if we're going to talk about 5th edition and knowledge, look at the boule, which has a minus 2 armor class, unless you hit one area, which is what a minus, which is what a plus 2 or something like that. Um, every character will aim at the weak spot just because it gives them like 5, ability 5 higher to hit, but Player should know that when it sends up its little fin and you should say, oh, I'm going to have to get in this angle. And, um, you know, that that makes it kind of fun. Well, your your arrows are bouncing off of it. Well, where's the weakness? Or like the dragon smog. Where is the weakness on there? You should be able to, to look at that and sit back and, and say, okay. You know, if the DM tells you, if you say, okay, I'm going to spend a turn trying to look for weaknesses. And you go, all right, well, for perception. And you say, oh, well, you see this chink in the armor right here. Now you get a bonus, but only you. And, and those, those are ways to spot
0: armor flaw from earth on.
7: Yeah. And
1: and some, some games have abilities right for that, you know? So, oh
4: yeah.
7: But I think that that's one of those things that, that would be good. Um, but it's just not seemed to be used as much. Now I know that you talk about armor class. My view really comes down to just for ease of use. I'll tell the players what the armor class is after they start the fight, because once you start the fight, then you're going, Oh, um, you know, maybe I maybe I bit off more than I can chew. Yeah, it's got a negative one armor class and I need an 18 to hit. I don't maybe know. I like that best.
0: surprise when the character rolls that 19 is like, what do you mean I missed? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> <Well, laughs>
7: gotta admit, that's kind of funny.
0: No, no, I, I actually
7: like that from that side, but I understand yeah. for for speeding it up instead of me saying this or that is okay. Did you hit yes or no? You know, and, and I trust yeah, my players pretty and much. And Tempo <laughs> and pace
1: of combat is really table dependent. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. I get it. If, if, uh, if, if if your, if your table requires a higher pace of combat, then, then that is the way to go. Yeah. I understand. I get it. So, so
7: I I don't think there's a wrong way of doing it either way. It just depends on how fast, but I don't think that player should just go over and go, Oh, I'll look at this. Oh, well, let me look at the mushroom. Oh, by the way, it sings. Oh, it does this. Oh, it yeah. does so, that. Yeah. So, what what
0: happened on Friday to precipitate this, and then we'll give you one your final comment uh, is uh, is is Aaron said that he thinks it added nothing to the game, and I, that's what I completely, completely disagreed, disagreed with. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: What, wow, that's just wildly off base. It may had add add nothing in his opinion at his table, but in many other tables, having the armor class secret. Having them have to fight a round or two to to narrow down the armor class. How like tough I this fight earlier, really is going to be. that The characters have to stay thinking. And once they find the armor class after a round or two, did they, did they accidentally get themselves in too deep that they can't extract themselves? That's stupid. They should have been thinking. So, yeah, you know, I I think it does add to the combat in a meaningful way.
7: Well, and I kind right. of wish, oh, sorry, you know. No, the, no it's the, a, but, you know, but I, your
1: table varies. Your your, your I, player's expectation of tempo
7: will vary. Well, some things so like, like yeah. piercing or you should know the weakness of the monster. I mean, something's no, just fun. Unless you've hit it before or researched it, you shouldn't know any of that stuff. You know, that's that's just fun. Oh, and the last thing, if you don't mind, just one little topic of when I mentioned, you know, 5e. And you're saying stop mentioning Star Frontiers and Voltaire's. No, no, that was having to do with mass combats and the way that they did it, which was that they narrowed down the combats to little individual skirmishes, and that determined the overall. Did I say that? No. Yeah. Well, I think you misread what I was typing. But that's when was was this? Oh, that was on Wednesday. Anyway, that was.
0: Oh, when, no, no, Wednesday, no, no. The thing that I was having a problem with on Wednesday is I was reading chat and I didn't pay attention to who was saying what, but I kept seeing things like, uh, we'll say Star Frontiers yeah. or X-Card RPG or, or uh, I saw a couple people, that, why, why don't you just play GURPS then? It's like, okay, guys, stop it. <laughs> like the point is that we're talking about how to take old school D&D and specifically I, I cuz even on the discord before the uh the episode started I was like guys don't talk about the OGL and don't talk about the SRD because it's already been o- done. We uh, our audience are more old school players anyway. So let's answer this question in an old school D&D format. And to be fair, that's already been done too. Just a lot of people don't understand it. So this was that was never against any person. It was just I felt that the conversation was like going not what we want to talk about and yeah, it's really easy to say just play GURPS. That's a simple answer, but that's not an hour and a half stream.
7: <laughs> no. no, 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 no. I, I, that's not what I meant. I just meant that there are ways of doing things like you were talking about M5E for mass combats that don't require you to spend hours and hours rolling. Anyway, that's sure. about well, it. All, that that guys go. All right. So I thank All you right. for getting
0: Well, time. thanks for coming in and, and appreciate thanks it. Hey, have a great day. And now we do Nerdy Ogre. How are you doing, Nerdy Ogre? Afternoon. Doing good. How are you doing? doing
3: wonderfully. Doing good. Good. Yeah. Um, real quick. Whenever people start talking about pigs, it made me it brought to mind an episode of the Beverly Hillbillies.
0: Where, yeah, yeah, (laughs) okay. So, so who did she? What animal did she rescue this time? (laughs) Ellie Mae
3: got them hands on the biggest pig ever. Uh
0: Oh,
1: and that happened (laughs) ever. And Granny was going to make
3: a fort, Aiken, and all this other stuff off this big, huge pig. Sure and yep.
2: ellie was trying to tell him it's not a pig it's a
3: hippopotamus and so uh, yeah,
1: no no that, so, i yeah, think that like, builds right to, in do, perfect
0: yeah, example yeah.
1: that actually yeah that that actually builds into into direct knowledge and uh and rumor and lore you know, rumor and lore you know not non direct knowledge because if if you if you've never seen a pig that big but you've heard of of things that look like a pig that are big called <laughs> hippopotami then you may think it's a hippopotamus <laughs> Or it could actually be a hippopotamus, but you thought it was a really big pig because you've never even heard of a hippopotamus before. That looks like a giant pig.
3: I know that's All a right. giant pig. And the only I way Jethro with- was ever going to go near them jaws was if they was on a plate.
0: <laughs> He's the only one still alive, isn't he?
3: No, I think Ellie Mae's still alive.
0: No, she she died last year. I think it was. Oh. Yeah, uh, la- last year, the year before, so I, I remember when uh, I-, I forget her name, but yeah, uh, Max Bayer, I think, is the only one that's still alive. Oops. Oh no! <laughs> so, I, but you, you make a, you make a good point there. It was a funny way of doing it. I, I think I might want to clip that somehow if I can, <laughs> but because uh, I, I like that point. I don't know. It's gravity, <laughs> but. Uh, uh all right yeah any any final comments because we have somebody else waiting i thought that was a really good uh re- reference there uh yeah, I, I think, yeah good yeah we're good okay. all
7: right See y'all later. All right.
0: yep have a great one nerdy ogre that was i'm gonna remember that one by the way <laughs> i thought Very that good. that was good yeah good.
5: uh hey saris what's going on not much um so most of you guys know that i have played with max and and uh that's gross in the dog there <laughs> Uh, during the uh, our time in dc um i found it when i did sort of start role playing because i never when i started D, we never really role played it was more of the hack and slash roll the dice my character does this so i remember we had day, to train you yeah, <laughs> you had to train me uh and i mean i did read the monster manuals when i was younger but i found it more fun not knowing the monsters and pretending you know not that they weren't what they were there and the max, you know would change up numbers and we were like what the hell
0: Um, Especially with Undead, you guys got really mad at me about that. (laughs) But I mean, hey, wait, weren't you there for that? Did weren't you playing when I had that thief character that called everything vampires?
5: No, no, I started uh, right after (sighs) we first started playing EQ. Who was playing uh, that? I know it was
0: Bob Tracy. I could have sworn you were there. Okay, never mind.
5: Uh, It was probably French and uh, Eric. Maybe because French and Eric were the one that introduced me to you. Okay. Um, Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a little hard to play the whole dumb not understanding at first, but you know, I mean, over the years I have purposely stopped reading my monster manuals just so I, when I go back to playing, it's, it's a new surprise all over again. Um, but I, don't I it, usually, I usually
0: that? play my characters. I wouldn't call them dumb, but I'm not going to instantly know, Oh, Let's pour alcohol on it. That'll stop it, you know, or, or anything like that. I, I do the, if especially if I'm playing a warrior, I do the the typical things. Well, let's see, it's made of moss. My sword probably won't work. So let's throw a torch at it and see if that works. Or, uh, you know, there's going to be reasons for why I'm doing things. And if in doubt, I'm a fighter with a sword. Sword solves everything, at least at first, right? Until you yeah. find out it doesn't.
5: And you know? I thinking from this, a warrior point of view, I would say I'd beat it down. If it comes back up, What's the one thing you do with your dead when you when you're in a siege? You burn them. You don't want infection and stuff passing around. Yeah, but that's after the fight's over. Well, yeah, but still, you know it, it takes it, it, it may take it, a round or you know, two for it to recover.
1: I I I stabbed that guy in the heart and he got up. That <laughs> requires fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's not a giant leap at that point.
5: All right. So that's all I had to say, guys.
1: Okay. All right.
0: I appreciate you. Have a good one, man. You Thank too. you and now we have weird guy how you doing weird guy
6: hey guys can you hear me
0: can i call you skyfire
6: if you want i mean okay. it's a version of the veritech so i'm <laughs> using it for an icon so uh, we were talking about palladium classes before specifically the psychics and i'll mm-hmm. i never didn't catch the beginning of the stream so i don't know what you guys said about it but i will say when i got the book the first time when i was in high school and i got to the point where it was psychics it was a whole ret- record scratch moment we're like what the fuck psychics that belongs in star trek the hell is it supposed to be doing in a damn swords and wizard type setting so well, i conceptually,
0: it? it seems like it should be i don't like i just don't like psionics in any game it doesn't matter what the name of the game is anybody that goes loo, 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 i'm like i'm out like what well, i i play them but i just say i i don't like them i don't
6: it, they belong in some things i mean you're obviously never going to get a good star wars jedi knight game if you don't have people who can do superpowers but then again you could maybe re- rejigger it to do it
0: but you already have magic. So, so from my thing for fantasies, you already have magic. Magic comes with rules, and that's what yeah. I like about it. Psionics typically doesn't come with rules. It's like if I can think of it, it can happen. And to me, that's just lazy playing, or that shouldn't say playing. It's not the player's fault. But you get what I'm saying.
6: Yeah, but we just never used them. We just say, oh yeah, there's psychics as an option. We just opt not to use them. I never, and the whole thing, because in the way in Palladium system specifically, so this is what we're talking about, they have so many characters that can have be a minor or a major psychic who is just the second thing that they can have during character creation. That is dumb. It's like you either play a psychic or you don't. Because otherwise players are going to go like, well, I got screwed out of psychic powers. I should have had.
0: Well, it's like we were talking before about uh, when we go into Heroes Unlimited in a couple of weeks. uh, It's amazing how many doctors and ninjas there are on the planet because everybody mysteriously rolls doctor for all the skill selections or rolls ninja because they want to be a combat character. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to watch you roll in front
1: of you. But with the whole psionic thing, Uh, I I agree with Max that psionics are, are overpowered in most games that they're in unless a game revolves around psionic specifically it seems like it was put in as an afterthought and not properly balanced
0: this this right here and the games that do that i actually appreciate if you have the game master it's like when we talked about the diabolus last week and a little bit about the, the the psionic this week uh, like with, with the psychic sensitive, you have to have a game master that portrays that or, or, or allows that to develop in the game properly. Otherwise, nobody's going to want to play it. Sa- same thing with this down here. You have to have a game master that actually does that and doesn't just say hey, hand wave. You know, it doesn't matter. That's your character. I'll let you do it. Blah blah blah. That if, you, if somebody going back to the diabolus from last week, if somebody hand waves all the uh, diabolus abilities, or like we were talking about segment two today, if somebody hand waves all the legend lore type abilities and just lets everybody have it, you cheapen the bard you cheapen the diabolist like there's a reason that those classes exist utilize them for their strengths
6: yeah and and i come somewhat side note i know we covered warriors and men of arms like what two weeks ago am i the only one who appreciates the fact that Palladium fantasy does not have a fighter they have a soldier they have a merc they have an archer they don't have the goddamn fighter. Well, fight. it, it
0: depends, because I, I I like the concept of the fighter in, in basic d d in fact, that you can call yourself a knight, call yourself a fighter, call yourself a soldier or a gladiator or whatever. You didn't get special skills for it. It's just how you fought. Like, if you decide to play a fighter and you want to ride a horse all the time and joust, you do that. I'm going to go sword and board. So I like it in that concept. Outside of that, when you start talking subclasses and kits and all that other nonsense, I agree with you 100%.
6: Yeah, to me, the, I know where it came from, because the idea was originally they were going to use the term fighting man, but it got shortened to just fighter. To me, a fighter is somebody who boxes or flies an airplane. That's not a warrior with a sword and board.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I, 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 don't again, necessarily I disagree.
6: I grew up with Palladium. I didn't play. I still haven't played D&D. And so the whole idea of fighter just like, oh, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's like it's the wrong term. Don't use that. Well, I think, and I'm also don't like armor class either because I'm, I'm not. Are, a are you ready for guy. the
0: term that really angers me yet? We say it all the time in every game and nobody ever corrects it.
6: Okay. Go for it.
0: Chain Chainmail. There's no such thing as chainmail.
6: There's mail. Yes. M-A-I-L-L-E. And it's not plate mail. Because when right. I say plate mail, it's like, what did you do? Take a chainmail armor and melt it so it turns solid? There you go. So, but,
0: but, it, but it's just synonymous with mail, it's just anonymous with gaming nowadays. So I don't cry about it and so forth. I, I don't think I've mentioned that in years as a matter of fact, but so I, I realize that there are just some game names and game tropes that we just put up with like, like, you know, for you, it's fighter for me, it's male, uh, you know, et cetera. So I, I'm, I guess my point is I'm okay with it in the game context, just because everybody can visualize it.
6: Yeah. But that's all I got It's just the classes in palladium. I like all that right. better. And I, yeah, psychics don't belong they should be. <laughs>
4: yes.
1: And that Back. part in
6: character creation in all of Playdium games where they have you All Palladium
1: games? Okay. Well, well, yeah, nearly I, I, all I of them. Think, I think we can think be a minor or major psychic supernatural, but that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, setting specific.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, I, all right, we're good. Gonna... Well, thank you for popping in. Yep. Have thanks. a great day. And now we have with his punch card, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen today. Came in a little late, but he gets his punch card stamped yeah. again. Dunk. Hey, Mark Hawkman
2: hello
1: what's up nice, um, nice picture by the way very very uh unsettling
2: <laughs> oh you don't recognize it oh well anyway no um one of the things i i was thinking about is like with uh, uh minor psychics was uh you mentioned how there, there's the the one uh, version that uh, focuses on like sensing things and, and, and uh, detecting stuff and. Just psychic sensitive, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just the well, bloodhound well,
0: psychic, yes.
2: <laughs> well, well, well. One of the things I, I, I was kind of like wondering is like, uh, can you set up one of those where you you play the character kind of like a sniper or something, uh, in, in combat. Uh, Do you- you were talking about that earlier and, and we, we said something. If he
1: takes ranged weapons and, and stays behind the line, he can be useful in combat as long as the line does doesn't break and, and you know he gets in close close hand to hand stuff because he only starts with hand to hand basic and he's got to burn a lot of skills to get it up. So he mm-hmm. doesn't want to get into close range combat. So he'd have to get a bow or a crossbow or something like that, you know, to to be, be effective all the time. Okay. Or most of the time.
0: Uh, cats I mean, are trying to kill each other right now. If that if you're no, wondering no, what the hell I'm doing No, I do because they're trying to actually kill each other right
2: now. Do it. Die. Uh, okay. Um yeah. Uh, I don't know how I missed that, but um oh the, the the other thing was was like like with like how minor are minor sci, uh, sci-, 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 sci- very sci- minor, very
1: uh, minor. Uh in, in in palladium, if you roll the percentage in the beginning, when you're making your character, uh, being a psychic is something like 25, 30%, somewhere around there, depending on the game. But uh, if, if there is magic, there is a possibility of psionics. But mm. if you are a minor psychic, you get one power, maybe two, and you get a D6 ISP every level, and you start with just your ME as your ISP total. Mm. So you are weak sauce. You get one thing, maybe two things, and that is it. You might get another Sonic power depending on the game system at level four, nine, and thirteen, or something like that. But you are nothing compared to an actual psionic character class. Absolutely nothing. Well, but it- you do get to you do get to take advantage of the better saving throw, the the uh, the twelve. You're considered a a minor a minor psychic, so you you do take the uh, was it. 12 was it saving throw
0: 12 mm. because i'm sorry for, it was uh for a minor psychic yes yeah, yeah. 12, 12 yeah it's
1: 12 yeah and, and instead of 15 you get to roll your 12 as your base saving throw so that's nice
2: well but um other than that oh. the, the did you n- notice how i mentioned in chat ivanova from uh babylon five because that that that's what thing i i kept thinking of when she you were... uh, see she doesn't have a power though she, uh,
1: in uh in in palladium uh she would be in a in a in a present day called a latent psychic. Hmm. Have, she would have no powers, but she would have the 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 saving throw role. But I don't. I think that's in one Palladium game,
0: hmm. like the
1: Beyond the Supernatural might be in. Um, People said well, a lot of
0: good things about Beyond the Supernatural. I'm no, actually I, looking I, I forward I to a thing doing thing that game. A
2: few years ago, I did all. I did Beyond. Oh, you did Nightbane. I did, well, uh, no, no, did Nightbane. Well, well, one of the, the things that Ivanova actually did was um, sensing whether or not uh, telepaths were i we're, uh, were scanning her. Yes, yeah. she,
1: she, would be, she would be able to know when she was being scanned. She couldn't stop it, so she didn't have she didn't have a mind blank. She didn't have anything like that, but she knew it was happening when a normal person doesn't. That was the extent of her psychic abilities. That was pretty much it that I mean, was all I, so I, I, I would call her a latent psychic yeah. and in, in a, there is i if i remember correctly there is a palladium occ that is latent psychic that is this weak sauce bullshit psychic hmm. but still has powers something like that but yes i mean uh, it's it's it, it's hard it's hard comparing two different two completely different genres like that but uh yeah she she would be uh in, in Palladium, she would not be considered a, a psychic OCC. She would be, she would be a, she would be a minor psychic with the one ability of sense, sense, uh, psionic, whatever. Hmm. Um, hang on, uh, what it would be did, 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 did,
3: did, 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 did,
1: sixth sense or sense evil, maybe something hmm. like that? She would have the ability to, 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 you know sense stuff something was happening but no ability to stop it so that would be that would be her she would be a minor psychic with a role she would she wouldn't be a psychic character class minor psychic with the with the one psionic power of you know present sense or sixth sense or sense evil or sense psionics or sense magic or whatever you know something like that
2: yeah uh i mentioned that um the in-universe uh power skill that they've had for uh psionics in Babylon 5
1: okay we're, we're straying too far yeah, into yeah, Babylon yeah. 5 now let's yeah, let's yeah, get yeah.
2: back into play well,
0: well, I, 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 quickly Indigo Dragon I put it up on the screen but he is right about one thing uh supers are our super genre is actually a good genre for uh psychic powers
4: hmm.
0: I can't argue that one I, th- I think it fits in a like type type super type yeah hero or, or. Your, your, yeah heroes yeah. um and I will <laughs> look that then. then uh, all right. Then battle tech is called battle droids from now on. <laughs> we got to gotta go with what it's called. Uh, all
1: right. So uh, anything more about uh palladium or metagaming?
2: No, no, no. I think that's good now.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. right okay. All right, I'm going to put the, yep. You have a good one, Mark Hockman. Thanks for getting another punch in the punch card. Yay. <laughs> okay uh i'm gonna put the link out one last time uh usually when i'm talking the cats don't bother me but that that's how it is like every like 25 to 30 minutes when i'm like writing or whatever she has to come up and walk on me for a moment um this is last call for alcohol here last call if you want to join us boom there you go check that out um uh, we covered
1: quite a lot today. I I, th- I think we did uh, quite the intellectual gamut.
0: Yeah. Well, it helps when people in chat are, argue- I mean, are talking to us, too. <laughs> uh, you know, because because uh, it allows us to counter and let people know how wrong they are. God, I love it when I'm just here and I don't yeah. have to worry about any sort of... <laughs>
1: no. No one there By the way,
0: you. if you like egoism, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, oops! Uh back to there yeah we don't we don't need we don't need to have that you can write a treatise on that later <laughs> need, um all right well so just in case uh we'll give a few more seconds for people to pop in but in the meantime uh any anything that we didn't cover anything you want to say about psychics uh yourself uh i mean i joke about the fact that they're out like them i i I don't know. I think they're too easy. is not the right word. Um, superficial. That's really my issue with the, because magic, when you think about it, it's got rote and ritual and studying and, and uh, just a bunch of other, especially in palladium with the circle magic and, and the diabolist. And even the elementalist has just has like this feel to, it. and psionics to me. Yeah. I know I'm joking when I say it, but it really does feel like it's just and you're done.
1: Now the, the problem is that for magic and psionics, to exist in the same system well, they both have to be deeply rooted in the lore of the world. And the problem is in Palladium, in most Palladium games, magic is deeply woven into into the lore of the world, but psionics seems to be shoehorned. The problem is that most game systems have that problem. Most game systems shove psionics in there and don't really give it a place. They don't build the world with it they kind of stick it on like a sticker, like stick it on the world. And then it ends up not fitting in most play styles because it wasn't built properly. Whereas magic is built into the world in some way, ley lines, dragon veins, you know, whatever you want to call it, places of power. This is all built into the lore framework of the world. We're getting some feedback. So uh, in in games where psionics are not the only power or they're not built into the world, they don't fit and they're either weak sauce or OP, and that's it.
0: All right, what are we what are we calling you? Oh, I didn't have. How do I not have this on? What happened? Oh, I tiger. turned it off. And... Yes, you hold did. on.
1: Tiger, tiger, what do you got?
3: Yep. <laughs> he's, he's uh, so, let me, let me... I was. going Go I'm sorry. We covered some of it. The overlap between magic and psionics in Palladium system is too much. Everything that magic does, everything that magic does, psionics does. And it shouldn't be that way. There are no I mean, realistically, if you look at if you compare what the abilities do, there is nothing that is unique to magic that only magic does, nothing that is unique to psionics that only psionics does. I would disagree
1: in in half of that statement i think there, there i believe there are things that magic does that psionics does not i said earlier that oh. they have the super oh. ppe level spells that that can change the course of a civilization
3: there is, but yes, they
1: can yes. only be cast on
3: on the winter okay well what about for a standard universe?
0: game for just a standard game session standard
3: game yes psionics yeah. is, if you're looking is at just, my armor of Ithon, how is that different from the magic users the wizards armor of Python?
1: Uh, the 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 armor of Ithin and the and the psi shield are are uh, I'm not going to say interchangeable, but they they fit in the same yeah. slot. You know, if yeah. if if you are going to have psionics and you build it right in your world, you are absolutely correct. You need to make it have its own place. You need to make it have its own flavor, have its own flair, have its own job. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And most games get that wrong. Palladium is not an exception. They uh, uh, psionics was tacked on at the end, ends up being a copy of most things that magic does, and it doesn't seem to have its own place.
3: That's how You're I right. see it. Yeah, there, and I believe you. And it's the same thing with magic, you know, because there are uh, magic items and there are psionic items too. In ADD second edition, and, that was a big problem, yes. And most of the most of the palladium psionic items are like, are just sort of copies of the magic items but they're psionic oh they're psionic Ooh. you gotta you know because and that's that's basically it's it's um there's no a, a lot of games suffer this you know the, yeah. the, the, there isn't enough of a difference and and i agree that uh superhero games although i don't know if either of you are old enough to know what danger international is
4: Nope.
3: It's it's a it's it's a very old hero system pulse game. Okay. It had they there was Danger International and there was another one and there was they did it did pulse and the psionics in that game were like uh, psychometry because it was very nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. So everything okay. had that feel of nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties mysticism and and you know um, yeah, no, I, I get, it, I get it. It was, oh, it was had a feel to it that was beyond. Because there's magic in the world, and there's psionics in the world, but the psionics and the magic do not, they, they do, do different not job You know, they yeah, they do completely different jobs. There yeah. are no zap spells in psionics. If you're lucky, you can mesmerize people. You know,
0: but that, only if you have the little spiral thing and you spin yeah, it in yeah. a circle and you,
3: yeah, and you know have that. their eyes locked <laughs> and they understand they're what you're really saying in different directions. so they, yeah. you know, they, they can't both go the same direction no 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 that that won't work <laughs> everyone knows that yeah that's right <laughs> so you might have you know if, if you and, and there's you know they're very low level but in a 20s and 30s game where the magic is also very low level you know if you come into conflict with uh with cultists, you aren't you aren't throwing a fireball, you're throwing a grenade. You know, yeah. you're you're opening up with your Tommy gun. Because if they cast a spell, you don't have much of a defense against it. But no, the spell they cast, burn. you don't know what they're gonna cast. They might summon something, they might you know, they might take control of your friend, they might do something, and that's why they're cultists, because they want that that extra power that's completely different from the psionics. That your friend has who can touch a thing and tell you its history, maybe not who yeah, owned it.
0: Yeah, I-, but- I like that. The, like the reading and uh, and you know there there's there's some part of psionics I like conceptually, just not the way it's put in games. Just like to be fair, if you really want to make me happy about magic, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but something like Mage the Ascension to me speaks to me more because I like the concept that magic has ritual and rote to it, because in the Real-world magic, that's how it's done. It's done through ritual and rote, rote. It isn't just like saying four words and throwing out a fireball. Yeah, it's-
1: yeah. The, the, the whole reason for the ritual and rote is to focus the mind, to let the magic flow freely in the direction and amount and way you need it to flow. That, that's what all those arcane symbols and meditation and and ritual summoning components are for. And it, it creates it creates a bonding with the game system That almost everyone gets right, but when it comes to psionics, almost everyone doesn't do that and gets it wrong. They don't make it part of the world. Or they they make it just a different kind of magic, which is also wrong. If you're doing it, you're doing it wrong. Don't
0: have but it. then, but th- but then you got fa- just typical fantasy game. I mean, it's it's a game. So uh, see again, I'm not going to harp on D and D about it because D and D's been like this forever. And really, I'm not even going to harp on Palladium about it. You know, it's it's just kind of fantasy trope at this point. But just to go back on topic here that's how. That's one of the ways you can differentiate magic from psionics. If you want magic to only be two actions per round, or let's say if you want magic to say every spell takes at least a minute to cast because you have to read an evocation, invocation if you're, or it should be an invocation, evocation if you're priest, I forget, it, whatever. Um, but a psionic can go, loo, well sure, leave that to reading, leave that to some of that clairvoyance and clairaudience, leave that to the, 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 the shield, you know, bah, you can't mind dagger me great while well, the wizard's over there getting the spell ready reading off the incandation burning the incense and doing so and then it you get nuked <laughs> or the demon comes up and does it for you you know out of the ground comes you know the horns and then the head the grass starts to burn on fires this creature just comes out of the ground something that's meaningful and long-lasting um but of course, then how do you put that in first level? I, I think that's that's really what it comes down to. It makes it really difficult to balance a game at a low level. Yeah, you can play a, you can play a wizard after everybody's tenth level. You know, <laughs> so. I get it. So, all right. Any any final comments uh, before we head on out here?
3: I like Palladium. Palladium can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it does need to they need to separate magic and science a little bit more. You know, make them a little bit more specialized, Stay out and of each other's way. save yeah. the banging stuff for higher level because you can, you know, you know, you talk. We, you talked earlier about uh, um rift creep, and that is a thing. I have seen that with second edition. There is a lot of rift creep because everyone wants everything to be totally awesome sooner. You know, I don't want to I don't want to have to get to fifth, sixth, seventh level to be awesome. I should be able to do that at third level, second level cuz I'm a hero. Well, in Rifts, yeah. everybody is a something, is a first, second, third level something. Nobody is nothing in Rifts. You know, everybody
0: well, is um, die if you didn't walk around with mega damage armor and the ability to have a plus 14 to dodge. The DB comes in and you're done. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the ship a, you make one uh, and the entire village kind of, or town is or, gone.
3: Or some kind or so, everyone has yeah. to be something. You have to because the world is just so freaking dangerous. But in, mm-hmm. in a magical, in a, in a medieval style world, all half the peasants are just nobody and and you you never you know what do you, what I I said this earlier I put it in chat you know I am a settler my skills are agriculture and not dying because I'm stupid
0: <laughs> well we used to call that far- farmers uh, farmers intelligence or farmers wisdom uh, up in Minnesota where it's right. like look don't discount that farmer because he might not have book education but he's got enough common sense that will take your book education throughout the- he will survive while you die because you have to look it exactly. up in a book
3: he can make his own food he can grow his own food he can he can make his own clothes he can build his house he can make his own furniture he can do all these things none of which include killing a dragon <laughs> and the reason he's alive is because he's not dumb hey look there's a dragon let's run after it Now no. the farmer says you all Go have fun way. with that I'm going over here I'm gonna, Thank I'm you. gonna,
1: I'm gonna take all, all of my juicy cattle and try and go the other way. Yes. From the Absolutely. dragon. Yeah, you guys. I don't, don't want to just live. I want to have a livelihood when this dragon goes away, or when yeah. the when the adventurers finally slay this thing. I want to be able to come back here with some cattle and still have a livelihood. So I got a plan. All,
0: all right. Then. Um. Go ahead and give a final comment here, and then, uh, then arcane we're gonna arcane head out.
3: Versus or arcane versus cleric. There is a big difference between arcane and cleric spells in D anD D, and there have been.
0: Well, they've kind of mixed it a yeah, bit yeah, now.
3: Fifth, uh, but fifth edition mixes a lot of stuff together. But, yeah. You know, first and second edition, there was a big difference between spells. Now, not so much because everyone yeah. needs to be able to do everything. What are you? I'm I'm a first level fighter and a first level barbarian and a first level rogue and two and I got two levels as cleric and. Oh, I don't even well, want to
0: even even outside of that, they've added healing spells to the wizard because that's how he's going to counter this and say wizards can't oh, heal. No, but they have they have pseudo healing spells now, which is horrible. Uh, what it used to be is that clerics, while they could do damage, they could, you know there are a couple really exceptional spells like uh, like uh, uh, like call, call lightning uh, as an example. But usually the damage spells didn't do a lot of damage, where the wizard could do a lot of damage, and and wizards couldn't heal at all. So. uh that that was the main difference, but yeah, nowadays I don't know. All right, uh, Tiger in man's clothing. Thanks for popping in here. Absolutely appreciate that. I think this is your second time popping in, so that's awesome. Uh, I, I like seeing people become regulars. So you have a great day, sir.
3: Bye, so
0: Did he just did he just speak? What he speak? What was that? He, he spoke He's just Mexican. talking. Is that Mexican? Okay. I think it sounded like Mexican. I don't know. I thought it was Klingon or something. <laughs> so, uh, weird guy said, yeah, uh, what else says? I saw a shout out from Minnesota. Oh, hey there. Yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> Too bad I live in Alabama now. Uh, yeah, clerics could fight. Actually, I like basic. One of the things I love about clerics and basic is you didn't even start with spells at first level. How do I heal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no called, a, it's called, it's called rags and a, and a stick ty- yeah. twist, twist, twist as, uh, uh, as desired, you know, <laughs> but how do I smite uh, my enemy with holy power? Uh, cudgel. I guess. Yeah, There you go. God needs to see that you're going to live first yeah, yeah, before yeah. he decides to
1: <laughs> God helps those who help themselves, help yourself to second level.
0: Oh, we got, we got Minnesota's taking over. Hey there. Yeah. Skull Vikings. Actually, it's like the only thing from Minnesota. I still retain uh, all right. Let's uh let's go through our proclivities here, and uh, and we're gonna call it uh, day. First of all, I want to thank all the people who popped in on segment three. That's awesome. I think that's one of the most amount of peoples we had pop in on one show. So uh good stuff. We uh, I love it when you guys pop in and, and talk to us for a little bit. Sorry, we don't give you a lot of time, but that's just the way it works. We want to be a radio call in show. So you know, sorry. not sorry. <laughs> However that goes. Um. All right. Don't thank our monetary backers. We didn't get any super chats today. But uh, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Heathen dog will just have to not get paid again. Um,
1: I just won't won't eat. That's all. He just won't.
0: Yes, Heathen dog won't eat. (laughs) All right. But then we do want to thank the people who do super chats, give us cheers. Uh, We, you know, sometimes we get donations that I don't see until after the fact on PayPal. So it's all good, guys. You know, and because that, we want to thank all of our awesome followers and subscribers or chatters and lurkers. Yes, and of course, if you don't want to give money to us, give it if use that link. Wounded Warrior will will pat us on the back and say thanks, Leech and Myth, for somebody donating to Wounded Warrior Project. You can find our videos on Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and uh, and you can donate through those other ones. Yes, uh, I'm starting to get more comments on Rumble as uh, and what's you know what's cool about Rumble and not Odyssey? What? Rumble doesn't have a an hour limit for my live streams, so all the live streams are on lum, uh, are on Rumble. Nice. Well, all the uh, all the public ones are on rumble. So that eight hour live stream, that's not on odyssey. Well, guess what? You can watch it on rumble. (laughs) Sweet. And of course you can find, come to our website, which is really just our videos right now. I keep telling myself I'm going to add stuff to it. And I never do because I'm busy in real life. I need to hire somebody to work for me. Uh, I don't know how that works. I want anything.
1: She's just laying about. She's
0: she's remodeling the house for some reason.
1: Oh, please. I know it's weird. Uh, 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 Let me guess. Work only gets done when you're not there. Yeah, that's because she has someone else do it.
0: No, I actually watch her do it. She'll be on the ladder with your little gas mask on as she's, as she's sanding the walls. It's all for show. <laughs> but a will give hey, that's that's fine. You don't have to. YouTube's free. That's why we're, you know, if we wanted it to only be for money, we would only do members-only streams, so it's all good. <laughs> all right, let's put that up. I think I'm done, uh, except for I, you. I, you I have some words, words of wisdom for today. No uh, words of wisdom.
1: Nothing. Oh, Oh wait, maybe somebody All in chat was spent.
0: Okay. We,
1: we, like I said, we went through a lot of topics.
0: Yes. Okay. All right. Well then I guess with that, I'm going to play the outro music and I hope each and every one of you has a wonderful Sunday and a wonderful week.